kiss of ginger, <laughs> 27 cents. Emma, no fondling gingers. Are we clear? Okay. All right. Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits coming at you from the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Not bad for February, I gotta say. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Back into the swing of things. February? February? Did I say February? Like, Feb- like, li- like February? <laughs> coming from the library. <laughs> February! Hey everyone, this is Liza, and that was the sultry tones of Knock! Uh, my pronouns are fuck you. And he's still got it Look at it baby (laughs) How you doing Oh hey everyone Uh, Joining us on the board tonight It's Stumpy John Don't bother me I got a lot to do over here on the board Hi everybody (laughs) Sound man Stumpy or grumpy Yes. What is it you say about Mrs. Stumpy Oh she loves the stump Oh, got him! Got him! And on the classy girl couch, it's Miss Emma. Hello, darlings. Hello, hello! And what a fabulous day it was in Santa Cruz today. It was. The last two weekends have been really. Oh, I was late today. You were. There was a wait list for you. Well, no, I, I, I had like a, a doctor's <laughs> office. I had a joblet. Mm. I had a joblet I had to do before I could come. Mm. Yeah, you need to get that shit done and make it on time. <laughs> they were lined up. I'm here for Miss Emma. I got a question about I shit. I dispatched uh, everyone in 10 minutes. And I did my best to kind of like, oh, well, no, look over want, here, look over here. I, I, I know like they shit. Don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I hope you prioritize yeah. the spankings. Like, oh, that's going to be expensive. Yeah, I, I did my best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joining Emma on the Classic Girl Couch, it's Lila. Hi. Nice to be here. Well, it's nice to have you, and you should tell everyone who you are, Lila, because some of our <laughs> raw, robust listeners. Yeah, um, actually, my brother was a or is a, a fond. Yeah, he's away at the moment. He's a fond member of the Motorcycle Misfit Garage, and he introduced me to this wonderful place. And so now I've had the pleasure of spending the day here. Couldn't really get myself to leave, so <laughs> I'm here. I am on the couch, uh, and missing my bike. It's back home. Your brother is my brother is Isaac Shaw. Yes, yes. Isaac. Ah, yeah. yes. yes. Awesome. Welcome. We love Isaac. Also, Mr. February in the 2016 <laughs> calendar, <laughs> as it happens. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, baby in the corner. It's Henry. Baby. What's up, Chuckle Fox? Knock, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. you missed it. Uh, Henry made me laugh really loud last week. He did. What did he say? When I introduced him, <laughs> do you remember what you said? Yeah. I said, it's your favorite scratch and sniff Asian. No, oh, my. No, you said oh, favorite scratch exotic. and sniff exotic. Yeah. Oh, dear. I was like, Amazing. Oh, yeah, that is true. Mm. <laughs> All right. It smells and, like uh, lilac, if you guys don't know. And in <laughs> taking over gym seat, <laughs> taking over gym seat tonight and breaking it. <laughs> a little bit of a Goldilocks moment here. It's Ray Ray. Hey guys, happy to be here. Happy to be alive. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That, and there is a story behind I that. I heard, man. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, Ray, 
you're not having a lot of luck this year. No, I think somebody jinxed me. I, I have to figure out who that was. You mm. may have just totaled another bike. I, not may have. I have oh, totaled another yeah. bike. Well, you didn't do it. Well, yeah, exactly. It wasn't my fault. So, Ray, um, you want to tell the story or should we just kind of say it's up to you guys well i'll let you tell the story but i do want to say unfortunately for those who don't know like bagel or anyone listening there was a loss uh, yeah. a, a life lost uh, in this accident um oh, no yeah and it was his dog yeah oh was riding with him in the sidecar and just you know the other week michelle was here saying i want to get a you all with a sidecar and get a dog so i can ride right. around and it's like a lot of people's dream, and I know other people who've got. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's with a sidecar, and unfortunately, getting in an accident with a dog didn't didn't and, work out. Um, Sasha was not an old dog. No, no, she was five and a half. Five mm. and a half, and yeah. a robust dog. She oh was, yeah, uh, she was super healthy. And super Aussie, active. wasn't Aussie, she an Australian Australian Shepherd? Yeah. Australian oh, shepherd? Yeah. So, how exactly does one total a Ural? Besides driving it over 200 miles. Yeah. Well, the URL will, will <laughs> oh, not even get close. <laughs> I mean, you're lucky if it goes 60 miles. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I was, just to cut it short, I was rear-ended uh, by a lady who came off the exit super fast and wasn't paying attention and oh, man. sort of hit me in the back and threw me over the the median into the oncoming lanes and, and I, shit. My God. I got ejected and the dog got ejected though I didn't see it I just heard her yelp yeah. uh, wait you got ejected pretty good distance I did I did ejected and then fell in the middle of the, the road basically hit my head pretty hard but luckily Ooh. I didn't lose consciousness you said you got thrown like across two lanes right uh, no, I or think did I the got bike ejected as, as the, I, and again, oh. this is all from memory, which yeah, yeah, you know yeah. how it goes. I, I, I'm not sure, but, uh, I think as the sidecar hit and bounced over the median, this when I, I got mm-hmm. thrown off, uh, and I felt like in the middle of the two, of the two lanes and the, and the sidecar kept going and hit the, the sidewalk on the other side. Yeah. Uh, like I said, so I hit my head, but, but I was fine. Uh, I mean, conscious, consciousness wise and. You know, by the time I got up, made sure that, you know, there was nothing that appeared broken uh, so that the dog was gone. Uh, Luckily, a nice uh, gentleman, you know, had stopped the traffic and asked him to call 911. And a couple more people came over and, and, you know, told me that they saw the dog run into the the woods and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, asked if they could go look for her. And I I was glad they did because I I couldn't move that well. and so they they took off and and I was sort of resting. The lady who ran into me was going hysterical. Yeah, you were saying you were having a console. Her. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to make her feel better. <laughs> yeah. and she and her reason that she didn't see me and, and she. I mean, she obviously saw me. She obviously saw me after she hit me and 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 as I was lying down on the ground, she must. She was probably also in shock. And that's you know. even harder because it's a stationary. A bike with a sidecar with a large man and a dog, but she didn't see you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just boggles my mind how she could not see me. Well, you said she was an older... Well, I mean, mean, she had white hair. I mean, so she was... uh, (laughs) Hey! Lysa, sorry. She was way older than Lysa, for sure. (laughs) Um, You got to remember, again, that, you know, I was like kind of dazed. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, So... 
you know, a few minutes after the the cops showed up, this this gentleman with a with a very sad face came to me and said, "I'm I'm sorry, I have to tell you." The dog ended up running on the highway, and I hit her, and I couldn't avoid it, and oh, she man. didn't make oh, it. That's sad. Uh, so at this point, the lady completely lost it uh, and was just, you know, like, I killed the dog. I killed it. I have a dog. I don't know what I've done. So now I'm like, it's, it's okay, lady. It's okay. And then I'm looking mm. at the tops, and you know, like, please take her away because, you know, I need to have my moment. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, man. <laughs> so they kind of pushed her away, and mm. and. Uh, you know, then after a while, I asked one of the cops to go and see if he could retrieve uh, the body. And, and uh, he came back and he said, you know what, I, I don't recommend you you see her. So just let animal control handle it uh, and just, uh, you know, forget about it. So I, I thought it was a good idea. So I said, yeah, don't worry about it. My wife, unfortunately, oh, yeah. was on business trip. She's actually flying from L.A. So I had to call her and, and let her know what happened. And uh, so, you know, and then the question was, um, what? what do I do with the sidecar? So first I thought, well, maybe I can ride it. <laughs> you know, I was just trying you know, to make it easy. And the cop was like, you know, I don't think you should even try it. It's, it's not, it's too risky. Yeah. So he said, look, we'll call a tow, tow truck and, uh, and we'll get you home and you can ride in the tow truck. So, so that's what we did, the tow truck. And the medics came, you know, took my vitals. My blood pressure was a little bit high and they saw that there was nothing broken, at least on the outside. And uh, yeah. so they said, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want us to take you to the hospital? I said, no, I'm <clears> just going to go home and go to, you know, the emergency room there. And that's what I did. You know, the got the, the sidecar home. My friend was waiting for me and drove me to the emergency room. And, and that was it. Came back home. My wife was there. And, you know, it's been hard. This happened, what, three days ago. You know, oh, so. and you didn't well, replace I'm a so bike. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. thinking about the bike. Honestly, I just kept. I mean, yeah. I was feeling obviously guilty because I, you know, I had the dog with me, and you always think about that with your dog next to you, like what happens. Yeah, you know, what's going to happen if something you know, if something like this happens, and but you never. I mean, you never imagine happening to you. So you know, so that was uh, yeah, that was pretty sad. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you get so frustrated with the people who I just didn't see you. Like, what? I know. Uh, you well, know, you don't... The, thing, the thing is, if you're not looking, it's hard to see something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And then I feel so bad for the you know, person who ended up hitting her. Yeah. But sounds like it was pretty instant. It was. It was so pretty that's instant. Yeah, yeah. Pretty instant. So yeah. glad that she didn't suffer at all. Uh, I, and that's the, you know, that's what I try to console myself with, you know, I yeah. mean, because that was the only thing. I mean, she must have been terrified yeah. uh, as she got ejected from the bike. So so I know that her last moments were probably in terror. I mean, I can't I can no, imagine yeah. that she was so freaked out, you know, but, you know, I'm glad that the thing itself happened quickly, you know. No, I, I've seen that before um, in Knock when Emma tried to kiss him. The same look oh, of really? terror, yeah, and he yeah, just yeah, yeah. ran it was just, in a traffic. Deer was <laughs> same thing. Panic. Deer in the headlights because <laughs> as I was as I was making my way towards Knock, yeah, you could see that suicide yeah. became a viable option for him. Well, yeah. I was like, I was like, do I keep my mouth open or closed with this one? <laughs> do I, do I tongue? Do I use the tongue yeah. or what? Is this a porno kiss or a nice gentle imagine, wedding? Imagine oh, what if you knock? <laughs> it's always a porno kiss. How dare you do that to me? Always. Indeed. If, he, I'll, I'll if he's a, a ginger, there would have been no help for him at all. I mean, I no. know that now. Jim. I think the hardest part, what do you do right with your on. hands? Right. I'm, 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that same look of terror. Jazz hands up. Jazz hands. So I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think it's also great that she loved to ride around with you. You oh, had a I bike know, for her to ride around. I know. Um, she loved the sidecar. And she was just at the garage last weekend. Yeah, she yeah, she loved exactly. it. So, um, Raymond, is there... Have the police been in touch? Are they looking to press charges? Press charges for what? Though? For the woman who rear-ended you. Well, I don't know. If you press charges, I think, you know, they collected her insurance information. She already actually filed a claim. Uh, well, you know, usually what happens is they'll... I mean, they attended the scene, so they will file a report. Yeah, yeah they gave me the case number. So. And... If they decide to proceed charges against her for distracted or... I doubt whether it'd be yeah, reckless I, driving, I, I, but I it probably know. might be distracted driving. Yeah, I don't know how they They can. might call on you. They, That's they, something they she's going to have to deal with. Yeah, I they don't didn't mention anything about that. So. Right. I think it's probably just going to be a ticket, if anything. I don't know. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry yeah. you went through that. Yeah. And I'm just curious now, with two bikes in the past year that have been total... three months. Are you spooked at all? Um... Because this is something a lot of people go through. Yeah, I, I think. Or and is I, I your, is your wife actually the the second one? I don't think it spooked me because it wasn't my fault. So I didn't feel I didn't feel like uh, you know I did anything wrong, and I and I sort of chuck it to just really bad luck, you know, and yeah. just a. And how's some, your How's your wife feel about it? Uh, my wife knows I'm pretty tough when it comes to these things, I think, mm. but she's pretty broken up about the dog because the dog, yeah. right. uh, you know, with, with, she was my dog, but mm. she loved her and she followed her everywhere, always yeah. sat by her, you know, slept in the bed with us, you know, all that stuff. And so, yeah. and that's the only dog that, w that we had that we allowed to mm. actually, you know, go on the couch and sleep in the bed. And so that made it a little bit more difficult. And the past two days... It's been very strange because we're like uh, we're, we're catching ourselves saying, "Oh, it's time to get the dog out," <laughs> you know, and we're like, "Oh shit, there's no dog," you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know how much she meant to you because you know? I don't know if you guys know this. I went over to Ray's house for dinner one night. He wouldn't even let me sit on the couch. I had to sit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so I know she meant a lot. Spray to you. with a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. The clicker. clicker well, the harder yeah. part was eating out of that bowl. With, yeah. Yeah, without a utensil, but um. <laughs> One thing we always like to ask people when they've had an accident is what gear they were wearing. Yeah. Because other than you have some a couple of abrasions on your elbow, yeah. you seem pretty intact. In fact, I wanted to ask everyone here because you know we talk about gear all the time, um, being you know wearing gear all the time, but we don't often really talk about what gear we love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And why we love it. We talk about brand specifically here too, or yeah, brand even yeah. model. Mm -hmm. So I, I figured let's start with you, Ray, because your gear's done the job. Yes. The so the one thing I will say is that I didn't slide in both. So there's the crash that we spoke about a few uh, podcasts back, mm -hmm. which happened in in Baja. But that was in the sand, uh, and both of these there wasn't much sliding. Um, so. Um, I cannot vouch for the abrasive ability of the resistance ability of the of the jacket because I am I was not wearing my full on and and I'm a climb guy so I'm just going to come up and say it you know uh, I I have like three climb jackets 
uh, and the the best one is the Badland, which has all the the armor, the the full you mm-hmm. know sort of mm-hmm. Kevlar and Gore-Tex and stuff. I was wearing the sort of the one level down. Uh, which is Gore-Tex and armor, but not as uh, resistant, I think, to abrasion as the Badland, which was lucky because it's more <clears> comfortable. <throat> and that's something actually that, you know, you have to think about when you buy gear is that we tend to go to the comfort mm-hmm. jacket, mm-hmm. you know, the thing yeah. that we wear comfortably without thinking that, you know, that may not be the best actually comfort protection. Comfort over protection, yeah. yeah. Uh, so in my case, you know, that didn't seem to make a big difference, but uh, it helped with the impact. Uh, now, in the first crash, I, I had also my climb pants, and I, I can't remember what the, that, that was. Uh, wasn't the Badlands. I'll, I'll figure it out. Maybe we can put it in the notes later. But uh, uh, it was the, um, the the pants was also not the Badlands, but they had you know knee pads and, and hip pads and stuff. Uh, and in that case, the bike fell on my knee, on the side of the knee, and the knee pad didn't offer much protection. So I did end up with an MCL and an ACL tear. I guess it could have been wrong. If I, it could have been worse if I hasn't been wearing the pants. But uh, but still, that didn't really stop the injury from happening. Um, the other thing is that with the with the climb jacket, because it is loose, because I usually buy it loose in case I want to put a sweater under it mm-hmm. or a heated jacket. I think the sleeve rode up my hand, and that's where I got the road rash mm, on my yeah. on my arm. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's another thing you have to think about. You have to think <clears throat> about, you know, is the armor, you know, snug? Because if it moves up and yeah. down, that could also result in in some injuries. Mm. All right, how about um, helmet, gloves, and boots? What do you wear? So I. <laughs> Uh, gloves. I was wearing my old Aerostitch, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, what's it called there? The the elk skin ropers. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, uh, and again, so in the sidecar, I never felt like I needed uh, much more protection. I felt like I was in a convertible car. You know, right. so I, so in the sidecar, I allowed myself, you know, to like I was wearing instead of wearing my climb pants, I would wear my. Uh, uh, fire hose Duluth pants, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know, and I would wear just regular shoes instead of my riding boots, and that's what I was wearing. And I had, luckily, I had the uh, the little brace that I've been wearing since I injured my knee, and that helped because I fell on the side where the injured knee mm-hmm. was. So that actually helped. From uh, there was no abrasion, nothing on the on the legs. Um, uh, you know, the knee is is hurting a little bit more than usual, but nothing you know significant as far as I can tell. And uh, but I did hit pretty hard on the hips and the shoulder and the back, and I think I must have hit the handlebars because the handlebars were mangled, yeah. and I don't know how they got mangled. You it know, was the, you. The mirrors were broken. It's off. always you. Yeah, yeah. I think it was me because I do have pain in the chest and in the neck too. Wow. So oh, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that <clears throat> helped because I do have protection. You know, the jacket does have protection. Yeah. You know, elbows and back. And, what and what kind of boots do you normally wear? Uh, well, so I, I have a lot. I have a few boots. I think for like not very hardcore off-roading or you know light mm-hmm. adventure, I, I wore my uh, Gurney's adventure boots, mm. which are sort of pliable leather, so they're mm-hmm. not going to offer you a lot of protection. I have the level up. I have my Forma Evo, uh, right. which have a little bit more protection around the ankles. And when I know I'm going to be doing some nasty stuff, I have the CD crossfires, which are Mm -hmm. super protective, but not very comfortable. So again, this is sort of the balance you have to play before you decide what you're going to be doing before you go riding. Uh, Forma CD, they, uh, Bagel, do you wear the Forma or the CD flip-flops on your scooter? 
I don't wear any flip flops on the scooter. <laughs> he he wears the city city flip flops and the. I'm just joking. Carlos Santana scooter skirt. Was there any other? Well, so the that helmet he, was my old HGC, the cheapest helmet I right. have. You know, I could have been wearing my Krios, my climbs, but, but no, I was wearing the HGC and it was banged up, but it did right. the job. So you know? I'm trying to think of the mechanics of what actually happened to you. So. Well, you I said the sidecar got hit, right? Yes. The so it would have spun the bike. I was going to say it spun you. So you probably came off sideways. Yes. Which might have kind of helped you a great deal. Because oh, if you'd have come off front ways, yeah, yeah. you'd have mangled no, I definitely your went on the somehow sideways. It, and if she had hit the motorcycle part of the sidecar, that would have been a lot It might have been your boots that bent the bars, which uh, is why you wouldn't be. feel it. Could be. And that's just another example be, yeah. of boots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the job they're doing. Because yeah. if yeah. you're, I mean, basically it comes down to if your handlebars are bent and you're not aware of what part of your body yeah. hit it. Yeah. Probably your legs have hit it. Yeah. And you have yeah. no marks on you. It's probably the boots and they <clears throat> did the job. I mean, it could be the chest too. I mean, it could yeah. be the chest because I, I do have, you know, like I said, I do have pain in the chest and in the neck area. So. Mm. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add to that no, list? No, I think that, that's All it. Right. Uh, do you mind if I go next, Nas? No, go for a helmet. <laughs> so um, I have a lot of gear. And, I, and for yeah. all different types of riding styles and, and weather I, and I all would the say, things. I uh, would you're a compulsive gear purchaser. <laughs> Who I, is a I borderline? Like yeah, no, it's good. But I have, I mean, I, I've kind of narrowed it down to, um, for my helmet, I wear the Scorpion 18950. Yeah, it's not helmet. expensive. They're yeah, like, I think, helmet. 250, 250 yeah, bucks yeah, about, for mm-hmm. a modular adventure helmet. And I have two of the exact same one. And they both have the Senna ha- uh, setup and the um, Break Free setup, and I just swap the Senna and the Break Free. I just have two. I don't know why. It's a cool looking helmet too. What? Yeah. Um, so I, I just love it. And every expensive helmet I've ever bought sits on the shelf. Um, but I <laughs> just love the Scorpion eighteen nine fifty um, boots. I have two main boots that I wear. Um, I love the TCX <clears throat> boots. Mm-hmm. For my um, adventure boots, I like I've had boots like Knockwear's more sport riding boots, um, and I find that they're really stiff. Mm-hmm. I like the adventure boots that give you a little more motion. Yeah, and so I, I have a, two pairs of TCX. One of them I wore yesterday was a Baja, but then my other favorites are the Icon jokers which are discontinued and i was scouring the internet to buy some up and the reason i like these they're just some leather uh brown leather hipster boots nothing mm-hmm. special but they zip from the back I know. and when you unzip the back it's so easy to get yeah. in there's so many boots i have trouble getting my ankles into they're so tight i think the last pair of um boots i bought i couldn't even get my my ankle in i don't it was weird. Mm. Um, gloves, climb, all of them. <laughs> I have. I just made it a point to buy all the climb gloves I could find. <laughs> just all of them. So I have different weights, vented, uh, uh, waterproof. I got all of them. Um, <laughs> and then um, my, I have a bunch of jackets that I rotate depending upon weather. But if it's going to be cold out, I have uh, Oxford. The same people who make grips, heated grips. Mm make gear too um i have oxford uh yeah matching set oxford have always done gear yeah accessories i forget where i found it online somewhere um but it's like my heavy if i'm going to do cold weather or heavy duty riding i have uh pants and top 
Um, if I'm doing lighter riding yesterday, um, I wore my KTM jacket, which is just, it looks like a, like a hoodie, but it has pads Velcroed on the inside. Yeah. You know? Like a hooligan jacket. Yeah, like a hooligan jacket. Yeah. I like it because it's kind of lightweight. It's really for like dirt biking, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and then um, I have an Icon jacket that I like also that is a three-quarter adventure jacket, but it's got pinholes all in it through it, so it's actually vented. Uh, and then nice to have. shout out and Bagel might raise his hands up to this one, my Carrazzo jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is basically a, a company I discovered that makes scooter gear, but they're stylish jackets. So the one I have, what do you call that kind of um, jacket? I got the collar. It looks like a, a shop jacket. Shop jacket. Yeah, it looks like a shop jacket with a quilted inside mm-hmm. that's fully well, armored. Didn't they discontinue? Didn't Phil say they- Phil they, was saying they're harder and harder to get. Yeah. Yeah. But especially for women, they make really nice. It look like like a fashionable like rain jacket, mm-hmm. and it's a armored uh, mm-hmm. coat. So those are the things that I love that I've just found. Knock, you're pretty particular. Yeah, I actually don't have that much gear considering the number of years I've been riding. I've, I've my uh, I have a tracksuit that I wear for you know track stuff, but um, as far as day to day riding, I'm wearing knee pads and jeans. The knee pads I've got are the uh, Liat. Um, Oh, hybrids. yeah, I didn't mention, yeah, pants. I've been doing more and more of Kevlar jeans. I yeah. find more and more Kevlar jeans. Yeah, I'm, I'm going that route, too. I'm yeah. That have the knee pads yeah. in them. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I have a separate knee pads that are, that are articulated in the knees that kind of act like a mini brace. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boots are just uh, Alpine Stars, WP pluses or whatever. It's got the ankle brace on there. Yeah. I've always liked shoes with an internal uh, lacing mechanism. Just because they feel a bit more secure. Because oh. some boots just you slip in. These have an actual like, like a it's like a shoe inside a shoe with laces inside. Huh. And 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 then there's the actual zip up cover on the outside. Um, and my jacket's just a Dainese. Um, you went through a lot amazing. to like get that jacket. Like you're very particular about yeah. that jacket. Yeah. Well, I mean the thing is, I mean, look, if you're gonna spend, I I spent about like six hundred dollars or something on that jacket, yeah. but. I know it was a long-term purchase. Yeah. yeah. And I've had that thing for like three and a half plus years, and it's it fits me like- And like, you ride you know? daily. Yeah, and I ride daily, so it's totally worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And my if, if I'm doing my long travel pants, I, I have these pair of pants from uh, uh, Revit. Mm-hmm. Uh, these came out back in 2000-something. I still have them, and they're still in great condition. I mean, they've been crashed a whole bunch of times. Uh, they're the Revit, Revit gear- Revit has some good stuff. Yeah, Revit gear pants, and they're, like, they're in the third iteration of that pair of pants, I think, now, but- um, I, I have those pants and they work great. You know, and that's a good point because I'm a cheap ass mm-hmm. and like I scoffed at climb for so for so long. I'm like, mm-hmm. why would anyone spend that yeah. much money? Yeah. But now, like, I got a pair of climb pants and I'm like, oh, you, you know, like it's they'll, they'll last a long time. There, there are certain tiers that you get of clothing. Like I, I'll spend two hundred seventy five, two hundred eighty dollar boots. But like at two hundred eighty bucks, you're getting an X level of protection across yeah. different companies. Same with gloves. You're yeah. spending if you're spending one hundred fifty plus dollars or one hundred seventy dollars worth of, worth of gloves, it's a certain level. It's got knuckle protection. You know, maybe like a skateboard protection. Or well, whatever. and not just protection. Like in my um, my climb pants, I can wear them comfortably, and they have a lot of different vents. I bought some of those. You see on Amazon Hawk or it's HWK. I, yeah, I, I had some of right? those. Yeah, a lot of people start. Oh, I'm just going to try this cheap stuff. Mm. No, don't. And yeah. fucking, uh, you sweat and it doesn't go anywhere. It's like wearing in a, there. It's like wearing a. Plastic. It's wearing a hot box. Yep, yeah. it is. So yeah, 
so the thing with climb if you wait until the end of the year you can get them at the discount when yeah, they yeah, come yeah. In. so you can always find them a bit cheaper yeah i've definitely yeah. been a conver- convert like yeah. for yeah. dionese revit i don't have dionese revit but i get the expensive stuff i'm yeah. getting it yeah. more and more i mean when i first started i didn't realize it either why are you spending like so much money on you know a jacket where you get similar protection but I mean, fit and finish, and yeah, you're paying for the brand name too, but like sometimes the fit and finish is just maybe a little step above, and if you're going to wear it for a long time or, yeah. you know, every day, it might yeah. be worth it. So the one, one thing that I would add is, uh, so my, my AeroStitch gloves were not gauntlet gloves, mm-hmm. okay? And that turned out to be a mistake, because I did get road rash on my wrist, mm. and my watch got pretty much creamed. So Isn't I, that crazy? Just yeah. like the, yeah. the, the tiniest yeah. little bit of yeah. exposed whatever gets yeah. blasted. Yeah, so if the reason I, why if I had gauntlet gloves, that. Hmm. that would not have been an issue, Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it's like putting it on a belt sander with 40 grit, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, what about you? Are you particular about anything? Oh, extremely. Um, so I have a different set. So I have my commuting set because I commute on a motorcycle three or four days a week. Uh, then I have my uh, my kind of winterish set, mm-hmm. and then, which is kind of the same. And then um, summer and then dirt bike stuff. So, but I, I won't worry about dirt bike stuff. So on a, on a kind of daily basis in the cooler weather, I'll wear, I have an AeroStitch Cousin Jeremy two-piece um, that, uh, that I really love. So it's, uh, it's, it's very heavy. It's not very well vented, um, but it's super, you know, and it, it goes well over my work clothes mm. and it, um, and it's, uh, it's warm. So that's, that's that. And then uh, for the cooler weather, um, I love this jacket. It's the Climb Baja s4 oh yeah that's a nice jacket um it's yeah. fully vented yeah. you know all the armor and stuff but it also came with the climb enduro s4 which was made specifically to go over top of this jacket yeah so you can put that on top if it gets cold so yeah, when yeah. i traveled to um that's what i had when i went to uh, south dakota so uh for for pants uh the i love the kevlar jeans especially for work i have a pair of oxford oxford uh pants uh, vented pants that i wear often um and then uh yeah. So for boots, uh, I I got a funky foot issue with some arthritis. So I have to have a, a big toe box. Mm-hmm. So I'm very particular with the boots specifically. So on a for a daily rider, I have the uh, 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 Forma Terra. Yeah. Um, the yeah, and then for dirt bike or for any hardcore dual sport, I have uh, Garnet SG12s. And in terms of uh, it's funny, I really did try climb gloves, but for whatever reason, they didn't really work for me. So the two pair of gloves I use now mostly are the uh, uh, are both um, Alpine Star. Uh, one is a uh, for summer I have a, a kind of a wrist. I forget the, which one it is. Leather vented, uh, knuckle protection, all that. And then for uh, for winter riding I use the um, Alpine Star, uh, the wet one. What is it? The, it's a it's one with. Um, Gore-Tex and all that in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say yeah. Talking about Gore-Tex, I think that's what I like about Climb and other jackets. Jackets is that Gore-Tex, you don't have to wear rain gear, and if mm-hmm. you're doing multi-day awesome. trips, yep. you don't have to take rain gear. That saves on space, and I love that. that yeah. that's really handy. Yeah. Yeah, every time I we talk about gear, I always think of like internet videos of people just getting hit off their bikes and their shoes coming off and it's like oh yeah that guy's dead like if your shoes come off automatically dead you know what i mean oh i just i just bought these yeah those are dope these are the dineasy i thought about getting a pair shoe, of those like sneaker shoes and yeah they're, yeah they're they're great for yeah, yeah zipping around and did you say what helmet knock you didn't say what helmet. oh i, didn't oh, say uh, I have a showy uh, rf uh, 1100 and then uh uh bell mx9 oh that's the one with the uh visor or mm-hmm. the um the windshield that changes 
No, you could get inserts for it, though. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. You can get the photochromatic lenses. Yes. Oh, it's the uh, Panavision. Yes. Yeah, transition yeah. lens. Yeah. yeah, I have a... Uh, I love my showy, uh, the, the 12. Yeah. Um, the RF-1200. It's, it's, a, it's just a great helmet. I have it for four years. But I have the transitions lens lens also so yeah. i don't have to yeah. worry about that for i just bought a um for more dual sport stuff i just brought a bought an ri xd4 mm-hmm. um, i had the cryos pro yeah and it, i just didn't like it really so I, I love mine i didn't like it for the road specifically what i ended up doing is just pulling everything out of it and just using it as a dirt bike helmet really? um because okay. i like the it's super light but yeah. i just it was noisy on the road and it was kind of hard yeah. i don't know it just didn't didn't work for me but the xd4 is incredible so yeah. once you get it's funny with helmets you get like once you get to Showy or or Arai, yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah. entering into the, you know, the premium brand, and then you get into Shubrith and all the other crazy stuff. So yeah, you're certainly paying for the bells and whistles because like yeah. I, when I do my long road trips, I mean, I'll have my helmet on for an hour, two hours at a time, and it's like I'm not feeling. It feels like I'm not wearing anything, you know. It's just yeah. So and I always ride with earplugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the numb nuts, we had to wear our helmets a long time. Yeah, we certainly did. <laughs> yeah, so you had to make sure it's comfortable. Yeah. You can look at me all you want, but you Emma, know you know I'm not responsible em- enough to. Take Emma my- just chooses helmets by which one has the prettiest roses on it. <laughs> In my defense, for the I've- longest time back home, I wore the same uniform that all of us wore. It's a very very heavy leather jacket, mm-hmm. and I've never graduated. Did you beyond- cuff your pants? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Hell yeah, um, classic greaser. But. <laughs> the, it, the the uniform was very very heavy engineer jeans, mm-hmm. Doc Martins, mm-hmm. yeah. very heavy leather jacket, um, and most of us who were into the super bikes, we wore Simpson Bandits. Oh yeah, but yeah, of yeah, course that's, that's they weren't cool. legal in England, oh. so when you got a ticket for wearing a Simpson Bandit, you went back to the Griffin Clubman, and then <laughs> that wasn't as cool as the Bandit. Yeah, but in the last five years, Emma. In the last five years, we have graduated. No, I mean, I think the thing... You pick up whatever's convenient and looks good. Actually, no. No? (laughs) I pick up whatever is... Free. Comfortable. (laughs) And that's a huge deal for me because the way I ride is... um, How can I put it? I need all my faculties to ride, and I don't want to be distracted by an uncomfortable mm. piece of clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And a lot of people don't factor that in. So, you know, I'm going to throw the wild card in. You can have the greatest protection in gear, but if it's uncomfortable, if it's digging into you, if yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. and you're distracted by that, you're not giving everything to your riding. So true. consider that. Yeah. Um, it's the classic, do you have an Arai-shaped head or a Shoei-shaped head? Right. If you've got a Shoei-shaped head, you Very can buy shoe. the most expensive Arai in the world, but it's going to be as uncomfortable as yeah. hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to think, ah, what am I doing with this helmet on? Oh, crap, that car. Clang. Yeah. And so they all work for me. I don't know. I must have a funky. Well, know. these days, I think the new helmets like the, the Creos and the ones from Touratech, uh, there's no longer showy and right. Arai. They're called them sort of more universal, you mm-hmm. know, shaped heads and stuff and they actually fit me quite well right so. but they, the the one thing i still have kept with is i like a heavy le- a really, oh, really heavy leather jacket mm-hmm. yeah, oh, oh i thought yeah. you were gonna um, say helmet but <laughs> you like to have armor in it or just a straight up jacket generally i like 
I like armor, and I'll pick and choose what armor I have in it. Yeah. Um, I find that shoulder armor, especially with my shoulder injury, is a bit more of a distraction. I like elbow armor, mm-hmm. and I like kidney armor and yeah. spine armor, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm really picky about it, largely because I'm old and broken. Yeah. And you can, it can be great armor, but if it's digging in my back, right. I'm like, shit. I remember my dad used to arrive at one of those like weightlifter belts. Yeah, oh. that, uh, no, when I go, and Liza's seen me do it, when I go long distance, I'm wearing a kidney belt. Yep. Yeah, and actually what gear I'm wearing does affect my riding in that, like if I'm wearing um, just jeans, not like Kevlar or anything, um, I just think, oh, my knees are so exposed. And I actually... Back off. Back off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just feel so exposed when I'm wearing, yeah. you know, just if I'm just going up the street wearing sneakers or something like... Yeah, it does affect. What um, about, you what should, about the waxed cotton? I, I just that's what, I just got some well, waxed no, cotton the, jeans. That's what my uh, <laughs> my climb is waxed cotton. Oh, right. really? Yeah. Mm. So the waxed cotton was a very traditional choice in England. Yeah. Um, largely because of the climate, because yeah. it rains so much, mm. rain protection is a very very high premium. Um, and again, you can have a, a jacket with a great deal of crash protection. But if it lets the water in, you're sitting there yeah. all soggy and yeah. miserable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's the worst. So you, you, it is a balance, as you say. It's a balance between having gear that fits well enough that you just put it on and to a large extent forget about it and concentrate on your riding. Yeah. And then gear that will offer you the protection if the worst happens. I, I will say um, I was super stoked. I went to uh, Cycle Gear recently and they had a huge selection of riding jeans. So it seems like that is coming up uh, as more and more uh, common equipment. I really like them a lot. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be that, you know, even though they told you they were abrasion resistant, they weren't. But all the new ones now are Kevlar infused. They have double A Mm -hmm. level abrasion resistance. So they're like pretty awesome. It's always worth talking about the difference between abrasion resistance and impact resistance because yeah. they're two mm-hmm. very, yeah. very different animals. And it's always worth reviewing that subject. You can have a pair of jeans with great abrasion resistance, right. but they're not going to help you if you go down hard. Right. Dirt, bones, dirt biking gear is going to be impact. It's made for impact, not abrasion. But not abrasion. Right. Yeah. You're getting this... Lila? (laughs) Taking notes? (laughs) Yes, actually, mental notes. You can have, (laughs) I mean, Kevlar jeans are great if you slide down the road because they will protect you from road rash. But if you go down hard, if you get thrown on the ground like that, beautiful prototype trident threw me onto the tarmac <laughs> it does nothing for impact mm-hmm. you will still break bones well, they do have armor some have armor yeah. yeah 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 no you have to buy the ones with armor right yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely so um line, oh wait emma did you even so you just wear whatever you get heavy heavy no you i mean you, I, t- I take it a lot more seriously than you think but i'm not a i'm not allegiant to a brand okay yeah. i that, mean i i can't um I love my LS2 helmet. Yes, I know that LS2s are Chinese-made, but they're made to a very, very good standard. More and more of the cheap helmets are are great. They work great. Like I said, I I love the Scorpion, right? and they're not an expensive helmet at all. 
But well, I mean, you if know, it's, once it's rated to certain yeah, yeah rating, exactly. You're fine. Everything else you're paying for is bells and whistles. But just no, don't get it for like fourteen dollars in Alibaba with the, with the yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> rather than say, oh, I've got to buy that because it's a climb, or I've got to buy that because it's a bell, or because it's Alpine Stars, whatever. I'll just grab a piece of clothing. Does it fit well? Yes. Is it comfortable? Yes. Is it going to yeah, give yeah, the yeah. protection I want? Yes. I don't give a crap who made it. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Yeah. I have to say, though, on AliExpress, the Predator helmet is very enticing. <laughs> it has a, those dreads okay, coming yeah. out the back. Oh, my God. It's oh, I have a I wouldn't recommend getting, like, I got Revit gloves from, from AliExpress, and after a week, they all split at the seams. <laughs> Oh, I have I have not put my fake climbs to the test yet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I might want to try that because I like the real yeah, ones so much. Um, Lila, you're <laughs> yeah. new to riding, but you did get some new gear today. I did oh. get some new gear. You got some pretty and fresh I, gear. I actually can speak to my gear back home too because I did invest in uh, high quality things because I just didn't want to get hurt. I knew mm-hmm. I was new to riding. I knew there was a high likelihood of me going down. Uh, making a mistake, you know, um, or somebody else making a mistake, not seeing me. I'm small. My bike is lowered. It's black. I wear mostly black. <laughs> I did choose a red helmet because I wanted at least my, you know, the top of my body to be visible like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a rounder head, so I went with the uh, Arai Quantum X. Oh, oh, um, I do really love it. The Everything really appears like worth the cost <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was definitely you know an investment in my safety and my my noggin um that's a good helmet dude yeah it's a great oh, one yeah, i really love it yeah so and i do want to get a, a dark visor for it i just have the clear one right now but yeah um and i also i have revit luna pants uh they're pretty comfortable i i would recommend those i got the regular length even though i am five three i'm pretty short i was oh, hoping cool. to get short, and they were out of stock. But it seems like it's just a little long, so I would recommend them for like five, four, five, oh, these five. Are some, some hot ass pants, yo. Yeah, they're <laughs> sexy. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to look cool, and I wanted to be safe, so I said I'm going to go with all black leather. Fuck yeah, <laughs> maybe a little red. I like the red and black scheme. I wanted to go back a second. You said yeah, on yeah. your helmet that you wanted to get the um, the tinted. Uh, yeah, this is something I hate about helmets. Uh huh. I only buy helmets that have the drop-down sunshield yeah, inside. Such okay, a cool feature. because I have had that before, where I put on my tinted and yeah. I like and it's went out, out, and then I get cut, caught out at night. Yeah, now you're having to yeah. flip it open to ride on the freeway to right, get home, right, right. Um, or you're trying to do glasses while you're riding sunglasses, right. and now you're going in and out of trees, and it's like. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I only get them with the flip down sun shoes. Okay. And you guys mentioned that there's inserts too that, that adjust. You know, do you recommend those at all? You so, can get inserts yeah. or pin locks. Some visors yeah. have like a little plastic little pin, and yeah. you could insert a little uh, uh, plastic sheet that uh, mm-hmm. seals between, you know, the pane. Uh-huh. And yeah, you can get them in different colors. You get them chromatic or whatever. So yeah. Oh, you can get the visor okay. itself. You get the visor itself. Change different. with yep. this, you know. Right, right. Called transition, yeah, transition yeah. visors. Sweet. And you got stuff from the K-Box today. I did, yes. I was so psyched. I actually thought I would be coming here and borrowing some things. And <laughs> turns out I was given some great gear. Um, I don't actually know what brands they are. 
That's okay. But, the yeah. fact that there was free stuff in the and yeah, just, and stuff again, that the, fit me. Uh, do you remember his name Surprised last weekend, me. Emma, the gentleman who dropped off his partner's gear? Oh, I don't. But we, we call it the K she, box because yeah, he's in loving memory K. of K. And uh, two pairs of her boots went to Mo today, and then you mm-hmm. got her jacket. I got her jacket, and I believe that was all. But I did end up with pants, a helmet. And gloves. Also. Yeah, you so had a whole, got a whole so bunch really of stuff. Yeah, you scored. Yeah, I got set up. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, your helmet apparently comes with different kinds of visors, and one of them is oh, the yeah. uh, uh, transition. colored transition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I recommend transition. That's going on my. You know yeah. that used to be the thing. You guys remember back in the day, you'd get a clear and the tinted shield, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'd even get That's a little awesome. case yep. to put <laughs> your shield yeah. in to carry with you. Yeah. No one ever did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look, it's five o'clock. I better change up my. No. <laughs> actually climb does that when i got my cryos they gave me a clear shield yeah. and a yeah. and a tinted shield homie don't play that game but the cryos pro <laughs> should come with the transition yeah. shield it's just a sucky helmet um <laughs> was there anything else on your list you wanted to share um well the rest of the things i wear are all alpine stars but okay. i i like all of them uh the boots the velcro thing i don't know how i feel about it i do wish kind of that they like had a slightly more secure wait your boots don't zip they zip at the bottom, like, you know, halfway up the ankle, and the rest you just kind of, like, heave Velcro. over mm. with Velcro. And it feels mm. like it would just tear off. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, like, you know, isn't this... Well, like, I guess if it's boots, secured around boots. your ankle with the zipper, that's yeah. the important part. I guess, yeah, it is the upper part. So it's yeah. more more my sh- yeah. shin hmm. and my I think it's more about it's not a waterproof if it's just Velcro. Yeah. So what I would add, point. since you mentioned that you mm-hmm. have a black bike and black gear, you yeah. might want to think about reflective you know, yeah. strips and oh, yeah. stuff. Bagel can put. tell you all about being seen. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm would, sure yeah. when, he can, when it's his turn, <laughs> you'll hear all about okay, it. When I was commuting, I would throw a, uh, just like a workman's uh, fluorescent thing on, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are really sexy. Well, when I was, when oh, I was right. like, oh, they're sexy. Especially but, when John wears stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sexy forget. in anything, Ray Ray. This is true. Was there one other thing you wanted to add? Um, no, that's about all. Okay, Henry, you are particular. Henry's I am, gear, and you have put much of it to the test. I am very particular about my gear because I have used it. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So my my main riding gear that I wear is a Motorport suit. Motorport's a company down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. They do custom one piece, or they do custom suits that mm-hmm. are heavily armored and made completely of Kevlar. And in one year, I was hit by cars three times, and I was wearing the suit for all of them, and I'm still wearing the same damn suit. Yeah. Wow. So, and I'm still here talking to to everyone here. So that should tell you about that should tell you about the gear, yeah. or that should tell you about the uh, the quality of the suit. And there was only one broken leg, I think. So that one, that was the first one. My leg got broken when the lady ran a red light and hit mm-hmm. me with the um, hit me on my VFR eight hundred and the bike. I figured rolled onto my leg. I was wearing TCX X Desert Adventure boots, which were pretty sort of broken and worn in at that point. And after that, I upgraded to some CD Adventure boots, mm-hmm. and actually a couple months about six months later. 
I had an uh, accident at the same intersection going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, Ray, you thought you, you were unlucky? Separate more. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so I had an accident, uh, same inter- intersection, other way. A uh, person turned left into me and uh, hit me and I caused me to low side. I tried to eject from my bike, but my left leg got caught between the exhaust and the rear wheel. So the bike ended up dragging me about 150 feet Yikes. before it came to uh, stop at the uh, sidewalk. And oh, that's dog shit, man. That sucks. But <laughs> yeah. I was wearing... I was wearing my motorport suit and I realized, you know, quickly I realized that I was uh, caught. So I just relaxed my whole body and let it take me. Good. And I was wearing the TCX adventure boots and I and my leg was completely fine. I had no injuries uh, whatsoever mm-hmm. uh, from it. And clearly an expert at crashing. How about yes. helmet and gloves? So for the help for the helmet. I what I usually do is I like to go onto a, a website called Sharp, which is like a it's a independent um, it's an independent website mm-hmm. that basically t- tests the safety ratings of helmets and they give it like a rating from zero to five stars and I usually like to pick my helmets you know four and above uh, for oh, that shit. one. I want to look up mine now. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> what is this site? Our phones now. Sharp. S H A R P. Sharp dot com. Uh yeah sharp. Just type in sharp uh, helmets. Sharp helmets. Okay, we're all playing along. So the two helmets that I have are a a Ry Quantum X. Sharp the helmet safety scheme. Yes. Oh, it's a UK thing. It is. Oh, you should look yours up, Emma. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let me see. I'm gonna look up mine. And I also have oh, a. Wow. Bell Star Mips as well. Yep. Model, and I wear. Uh, what do I say? Eighteen nine fifty, I think. Oh yeah, I know all those. Where? Oops, wait. Why is not mine not there? <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> even exist. Oh, wait a minute. They, t- they do test most helmets, but not all the helmets. Yeah. Mine they have isn't to be listed. <laughs> Like Mine is so old, my all. colors are discontinued. They have new ones. Uh, I'm just going to click all models. Because, mm-hmm. uh, oh, wait. Uh, full, what's a system helmet? Yes. The choice is full face or system? Probably modular. modular. So system modular? modular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Search. Scorpion. Uh, three star. I got a three star as well. Three star. That's all right. I just got to make sure I don't get smushed sideways. Ooh. I'm okay. Just, it just make sure you don't land on like the left side. Right, good, exactly. Good <laughs> exactly. Emma, I was looking yours up because these have one through five stars and yours has a sad face. <laughs> oh, no. What does that even mean? I got a sad face. The tester died. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, this is really interesting. I just hit all helmets. Boy, these AGVs are coming in strong. How do you all feel about how long you can wear your helmet for uh, without dropping it or hurting it? You know, like uh, how long would you wear it and say it's still uh, a decent mm. one? I'm a, well, I'm a goon, so I've worn yeah. crashed helmets before. But uh-huh. that's, I have too, but yeah. four or five years crashed is or pretty, just dropped. Is a oh, dropped. Drop yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, crashed, I would feel bad. You know. Actually, no. Yeah. Correction. Yeah, I have never actually reworn a crash helmet, but I have worn dropped helmets all the yeah, time. Yeah. Mm. Me too. Oh, Same. I've worn crashed helmets. We <laughs> have. We have a two-star array. Oh. What? Oh. Mm. See? That was, yeah, that was actually I one felt... of the Sorry, go ahead. Oh no. 
I just felt good about it once I saw the guy at the store uh, take the model that he had and and stand on it. Oh, there you go. With his full weight and bounce around a little. I was like, okay, that that can take a little impact. Like, I I feel good about that. Yeah. That's one of the things I like about uh, looking up helmets on Sharp is because they test all helmets and you'll see that sometimes like even the most expensive, like some of the most expensive helmets, like stuff from like Shoei and Arai aren't actually the safest helmets. Like you can buy a $150 helmet. Sure. You know, it's noisy. It's uncomfortable. It's (laughs) crap. But it's, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, a helmet's there to protect your head. So, yeah, Yeah, I mean, you don't know exactly how they're testing them as opposed to dot, you know, I mean, and that's the issue. I remember a long time ago, there was a motorcycle consumer news article on testing helmets. And the conclusion <laughs> was that the dot system is just good enough. And as long as it well, makes I think the dot, European, the should be ECE good. one's even better. And then there's but, Snell, you know, but right? that's what, Actually, that's mm-hmm. what they, they disagreed with. They said, yes, everybody says SAE is better. But when we tested them, all the ones that passed dot were Good enough. We're pretty, you know, we're pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Snell, like, yeah. like. So I looked up Knox. Oh, yeah. Knox has a five star. Supposedly, Snell is yeah. better well, it's than the DOT. XR eleven hundred. Supposedly, yeah. Which yeah. I assume so is the same. Can have to look at you got a five star. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Henry, that was worth this topic just to learn that little trick. Yeah, if you're right? helmet shopping and you want a really safe helmet, I would definitely recommend looking up Sharp. They it do. seems like you got to yeah. figure out which yeah. one's the U.S. names, though. So yeah, I mean that's The fine thing I find interesting is this is a .gov site from uk mm-hmm. um but right. also the fact that they call it the helmet safety scheme mm-hmm. <laughs> right? i'm like that's a scam they say it right in the title <laughs> uh cool yeah so it's sharp.dft.gov.uk helmets cool um did you cover everything henry did let's you get, see you, i, I also Let's see. Actually, I also recently bought an Aerostitch Roadcrafter. Yeah, you did as well. Man, you lucked which, out with that. Yeah, I, I got you it. Really did. I got it used for probably a third of the price new, yes. and I and it fits you like a glove too. Yeah, I'm lucky that way. But it's it's really convenient. I do feel really safe with it, but I do feel it is a little bit of a compromise compared to the Motorport. And I, I'm just have I just have to be aware of that, but it's yeah. a compromise that I'm willing to take. Like it's great when it, because the motorport flows air really well, which is fine when it's 70, 80, 90 degrees outside. Not so fine when it's 55, and that's what the air stitch is good for. Plus, it's waterproof, and I don't have to worry about a bunch of layers with it as well. Yeah. Yep. Well, now if you think that we are all particular about gear. Bagel, he does his research. He's very particular. Bagel, what yep. do you got? <clears throat> All right. Well, starting at the top, um, I currently am running a Schubert E1 helmet, which is a, uh, a modular helmet that also has a an off-road style uh, visor on the front, like a duckbill kind of visor, which I find is is um, it's it's a little bit tickle getting used to with the wind resistance mm-hmm. that. It's just not a lot, but it's a little bit, especially if you turn your head sideways. But it's great to have when uh, the sun gets in your eyes. Because one thing that I've found living up here up north in Oregon, especially in the winter, is the sun is very low in the sky. Yeah, and yeah. Having, that, having that visor really comes in handy to keep the light you know, out of my eyes while I'm riding. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know why anyone ride, wears a helmet that doesn't have a visor anymore. 
But we said this before. We go do our rides. We usually leave in the morning, and we're going east into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the afternoon, we're coming home west into the sun. <laughs> yep. I Just yesterday, we were riding on a road, and I had to keep, dip that visor down to block out the sun. Yeah. Without it, uh, you're, you're blinded. So I think, yeah. yeah, there's enough good helmets. Everyone should be wearing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the great thing about this one, too, is that you can take that visor off if you want to and ride around without it. Yeah. So it's it's got you know lots of flex- flexibility in how you can use it. Yeah. Um, and it has the internal visor, uh, internal sun visor, like you were mentioning earlier, which is another great feature that I have loved on those helmets for years. I think, I think I've been wearing Schubert's since uh, 2006. And uh, so I've, I've been, been very happy with their helmets. Um, on the Schubert, I also have a Senna 10C Evo. Uh, which is my comm system and and camera that I mm-hmm. uh, that I that I run. That's what I got. Um, yeah, I also have a uh, brake free on the back, which yep. I absolutely love. It yep. is just the the most wonderful visibility accessory I think ever hey, devised for motorcycles. Bagel, I realize at least one person in this room doesn't know what the brake free is. Do you know what it is, no, Raymond? Oh, no. Raymond doesn't either. Lila ah. doesn't. You want to describe nope. it? So the the brake free is basically a tail light and brake light that you stick onto the back of your helmet oh, and sweet. it is not connected to your bike in any way not even wirelessly um, you basically turn it on for the tail light and it has an accelerometer built into the light so that anytime wow. that you hit the brakes or start slowing down it will brighten as if it were a brake light um, and, and just to imagine size, it's about the size of a pair of ski goggles or dirt bike oh, ski goggles, remember. right? Was, they were on the show, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. been on the show a few times. How heavy it goes on the back of your helmet? It's not. Yeah. It's, it's just, very, very light. It's it's like uh, I don't know, a couple ounces. A bunch. Of, I mean, Emma, you have it. I have yeah. it. Micah has it. Sweet. A bunch of us. Ha- I'll use it. Yeah, yeah. And it's that. it's yeah. it's one of my favorite pieces of gear. Visibility. Yes. Yeah. My all black setup. Yeah, I think it's breakfreetech.com. If I remember correctly. I think there's right. some on Boy Alex now. was on the show at one point. Yeah. yeah. And um, so so that's that's starting with my head. Then below that, um, I, I always wear a neck gaiter, uh, which mm-hmm. seals yeah. that space in between my, my helmet and my jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I like to have that year-round because in the winter, it helps keep the cold, up, cold away. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the summer, it helps keep the sun off my neck because being a ginger, I am very, very sensitive <laughs> to the sun and I do not like getting burned. Uh, so that's, that's year round gear for me. It's also bee protection in the summer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Although it, I will say there was a time when I had, I had my visor open while I was riding, uh, a bee flew in, hit yeah. my, hit my glasses, flew, <laughs> fell down into like underneath my helmet, went into my neck gator and stung me in my neck. Well, <laughs> man, at least bad luck right there. At least bagel. You didn't get stung in the face by a bee and at least you're not allergic to bees. <laughs> yes. yeah. Thankfully. Thankfully. I found one in my in deep in my jacket after riding one time and I had I was wearing full gear, full face <laughs> helmet, my jacket was zipped up like almost all the way. It must have gotten in right in my neck and yeah. just dropped yeah. down and I was just standing near my bike and felt something crawling near my belly button. Oh. I was like, "Oh, yeah. actually, that's John, really lucky." When yeah. I was on, I was on my way to garage co- uh, a couple of months ago, yeah, and I pulled over to the side of the road because a bug had fallen down and started biting me down my uh, shirt. <laughs> and you and your uh, wife just happened to be going around at the same time yeah. on Highway Nine. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and you were talking about Raymond about gauntlet gloves. 
I was wearing shorty gloves, and a bee got caught no. underneath my oh. wristwatch. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and was just sitting there stinging me, and I was leading oh. a group on the freeway. Oh. And so oh, I had to, man. like, slowly wait until I could get to a safe place and an exit. And that, oh, and just pulsating. It was just hurting. Oh, so, mm. To anyone That's who's rough. just, like, tuning in and listening. But, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bagel. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say that with, with the neck gator, um, that has saved me from countless bugs, though, because on all my cross-country trips, I've you know I've gotten pelted with all kinds mm-hmm. of bugs that would have oh, you know left welts on my neck, yeah. but the neck gator saved me. Yeah. So yeah, to anybody nice. who's just listening, if you're just starting motorcycling, um, getting bees in your jacket is a thing. It happens to <laughs> yeah. even yeah. if you wear all your gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just yep. one of those weird kind of truisms, I guess. It seems like I don't know. Well, I mean, mean, is this a biker ride of passage? Yeah. 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 Getting stung by a bee. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like getting bugs in your teeth. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a mystery. If anyone who drives a car in the summertime and not does not drive a car, nope. but anyone who does, I mean, there's all kinds of de- debris and wildlife that ends up on your windshield. <laughs> yeah. It's out yep. there. Yeah. Yeah, you become part of the fauna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it becomes part of well, you. Well, the good one, thing right? is the bees will only sting once because yeah. they die. Unless you, you get, get a wasp, wasp then you'll yeah, fuck you up. <laughs> Mur- oh, yeah. Murderous no bastards, right. wasps, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. hornets. And murder hornet. And Bagel, you yeah. always look for particular colors for your gear. Yes, oh, I okay. I like visibility, so I go for high vis. I usually go for the the bright orange or not not bright, bright yellow green sort mm-hmm. of color, mm-hmm. um, just because that. Uh, experimentally has been demonstrated to be the most visible color on the spectrum. Um, and uh, Lila, like you mentioned, you have a red helmet. That is good if you're not colorblind. Uh, a, color, a, colorblind a colorblind person will see a red helmet as gray. So, um, and like I think 10. Yeah, I think 10% of the male population is colorblind or something oh, like God. that. So, yeah. well, thought it was so, more, but damn. And, you know, yeah. uh, one thing oh, that, that Bagel wrong. has proven, too, is that the ladies love high-vis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bagel. I actually relented. My uh, <laughs> my jacket, I was like, you know what? Uh, I better start getting some colors on. I mean, I got the fluorescent red nice. for my Dionysi. Yeah, but I, I my my previous helmet was was just straight high vis yellow. Um, the new one they didn't have that color op- option available, so I just went with the um, the black that has high vis stripes. So you know what, a white helmet too that that gets people partying. Well, actually, you know, I thought that as well. Yeah. The problem with white is that there is a psychological effect in the human brain that equates <laughs> white with nothing. Really? Interesting. Oh, so, with yes. cops. I know. I was going to say with police. Well, yeah, that was, I was going to say, don't see him until it's too late, do you? I was going to say, Bagel, when I'm wearing my white helmet on my uh, ST1300X police, people <laughs> fucking notice me. Yeah. Well, yes. If if there's enough contrast, yes. But but there is like there is a a a, a, a demonstrable effect where where people do not perceive white objects as quickly or as accurately as they do other more vibrant colors. Hmm. Great, and I have a white so, bike. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, I wore a white helmet for a couple, a number of years mm-hmm. because I thought that would be bright and visible. But unfortunately, it doesn't doesn't quite work out that way all the time. Yep. Um, so and if if there's a if there's a contrast on the background, like if you're going through like a bunch of trees or you know shaded spots and uh, there's sun okay. on your helmet, mm-hmm. you will stand out. So the contrast but, but, is important. So big. Right. I guess, I guess I'm screwed because I have a white bike and I have a camo bike. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> bike's not going to help you. What bike? Uh, unless, yeah. unless you're in a completely different, differently colored surrounding. 
And, and so boots? anyway, well, let me get uh, going oh, yeah, uh, yeah. to the jacket. Yes. Um, so for my jacket, I also have high vis. Um, I went with a motorport jacket. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, which is also Kevlar jacket, Kevlar mesh. And it came, I ordered it with a, uh, a rain liner as well as an insulated liner so that I could use the jacket year-round. And it's it, it works really, really well um, because the the having both the rain liner and the insulated liner in uh, act as a, a windbreaker over the insulation. So so I can ride with that jacket down into pretty cold temperatures and it, mm-hmm. it keeps the uh, keeps keeps it nice and warm. Um, and uh, I also have uh, a pair of motorport pants, which I, I think I need to get adjusted. They don't, don't fit quite as well as I would like, but um, but they are also Kevlar as well. Um, I have a pair of motorport summer gloves, uh, which are also Kevlar. Uh, it's it's also it's a very interesting uh, like a stretch Kevlar. Have have any of you seen this before? I know the stretch Kevlar. Yeah. It's like Henry, you're familiar stretch with stretch is woven into the Kevlar or something. Yeah, Emma, yeah. Like the, did you have the curry again? Excuse me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> She's quite gaseous. But, uh, but but the great the great thing about the motorport wow. Kevlar summer gloves is that they these are the most breathable gloves I have ever owned. Mm. Um, when I first put them on and rode around, my hands felt cold in the summer. Like, I don't know how they do it, but there's something in these gloves that, that like cools the air down as they pass, pass through, as it passes through the mm-hmm. gloves. And they keep, they keep my hands super cool in the summer. They're, they're absolutely wonderful. Um, they're, they're very you know, snug fitting gloves cause they're made of the stretch material. And they do have armor protection on the outside um, and uh, some extra uh, layers in the palm as well for protection, um, including, I think, a Kevlar outer um, outer pad. Um, so the, the, uh, yeah, the Motorport summer gloves are really, really nice. I just um, want to mention real quick that Isaac and Micah have Motorport gear, too, yeah. because of me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. Trendsetter. <laughs> Survivor. Then, uh, for- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for uh, for winter, I have a pair of uh, Tourmaster winter gloves, mm-hmm. and these are the gloves that have built-in rain covers uh, that have a little little zippered pouch on the gauntlet, and you open it up, pull the the rain cover out, put it over the glove, and you can ride in in the rain without getting wet. I and, have uh, something similar, except I pull out a credit card and get a motel room. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get you as far though that way. Um, but the that's not where you're going, uh, Bagel. <laughs> yeah, but those, those winter gloves are, are also really good uh, because the the covers will also act as as a windbreaker too. So mm-hmm. if you're riding just in the cold, it's great to have those covers to put on to keep your keep your hands warmer than they would be otherwise. Yeah, um, and well, they also come with a thumb squeegee as well. And speaking of keeping warm, you use a, a piece of gear that none of us use, which is the next thing I was going to mention. Yes, it, it is a scooter skirt. <laughs> Okay, I'm waiting for Lila's reaction. Yes. She's like, I what? I'm secure. Show me pictures immediately. You're going to love this. <laughs> Just Google I, I don't have any pictures. I mean, candy, I, I don't think you can well, top the picture in my head. but I can, I, I can go get it in a minute. But um, but the the scooter skirt is basically a, an apron that you you buckle around your waist and it just hangs down because in a scooter with a step through design, you can let an apron hang all the way down to the floor and it won't hit anything like it would hit the tank on a motorcycle. Can you go commando so, underneath that too? 
It's like you, a kilt, if, basically. And you they could say if you skirts aren't functional, but like. Oh, and his is so cute. It has a poodle on it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could do that it's if you want to. <laughs> no, but, but isn't it um, like, got like a weighted hem or something to keep it down uh, and not flapping so much? No, it's not weighted. It's just, it's just a thick uh, Gore-Tex yeah. material. And there are times and, that I I go, damn! I wish I had a scooter skirt when your like legs are getting cold. Yeah, it's, it, it actually it's really, makes sense. Yeah, it, okay. it works really really well. Lila's and making faces. Okay, She's look, looking at a picture. It's technically called an apron. Okay, it's a scooter <laughs> apron. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's not a purse. It's a man right. satchel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will wear that uh, gladly when it is cold out because I like staying warm. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, and then to finish off, I have for uh, for riding boots, I have a pair of Alpine Stars uh, high cut boots, um, and then a set of first gear low cut boots, which are pretty worn out at this point. Um, uh, the, the the Alpine Stars are pretty get pretty old too, so, so I think I need to get some new boots pretty soon. So that that apron makes you look like a centaur. Can I, is it can that? Can I see it? Get it could. <laughs> is it like assless chops and? Well, kind Wait, of. Yeah, except except it's like it's like a one piece chap with nothing in the back. So, oh, okay. so oh no, it's like. Um, um, you have you ever seen a? a <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a farrier apron? Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. That. It's like uh, that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Ferrets very much. No. Very much. Farrier. So it's just plural. And uh, it's more of a bag. And I, I haven't. I, 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 I concur. It yet. is a bag <laughs> you wear. And, well, and hold on. He has a he has a scooter skirt, and he has a purse hook on his scooter. Oh, it, wow. well, technically, Excellent. it's called the curry. <laughs> but you can look, put your purse on it. Look, <laughs> if there's thing, one Satchel. thing I know, Bagel is he, is he is prepared. My man's is yep. prepared for sure. No, we yep, tease yep. you, but I'm also envious of yes, these things. Obviously, <laughs> obviously yep. he's jealous. the most badass person here, no doubt. Clearly, he's the least toxic male in this group. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> and nice. then um, and one piece of gear that I do not have yet that I would like to get mm-hmm. someday is is an arrow stitch. And especially up here yeah, in the Pacific Northwest, that would be a really good piece of gear for me to get. It's uh, it Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. um, check, like, just check eBay, check Craigslist, um, try and yep. s- see if anything like roughly your size pops up. And then you can send it back to arrow stitch to get it tailored if it doesn't fit quite right. Yep. Nice. Well, thank you. So I I realize this is something in all these years we've never really talked about the gear that we love, the gear that we wear. We talk about gear, but not the the brands, you know, that we like. Um, uh, I wanted to do a quick ride report. Are you guys staying around? Yeah, I stick around for a little bit. Um, Because John and I did a little ride yesterday, and there's a question for the group involving this ride. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bagel's got his scooter skirt. It's an apron. Can you demonstrate <laughs> yeah. for us, Bagel? Yeah, like no, it, it makes on. it makes sense. Yeah, it just straps <laughs> okay. around the waist. Dude, that's great for so, like yes. football games and stuff. So it's just straps on like this. One buckle. Oh, in the it's kind of like, uh, like Donna Karen. It's it's wait, <laughs> oh, no, it's, what? no. It's Donna Karen. <laughs> no, you know what this is. So so it's this is an apron. So you it's chaps or pants. I would cook in that. to no, it really is like a farrier skirt for for doing horseshoe. And and the great thing about the scooter skirt, it's kind of it's kind of a bit threadbare. I've worn this a long time, but it does have a reflective stripe along the kilt. Yeah, basically, (laughs) (laughs) but it has this reflective stripe along the outside. So so when somebody's behind me at night, 
this thing is flapping like this, and I look like I'm some sort of weird cuttlefish going down the road. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, it squirt inject, jets of ink. How's that for high vis? Right? Wow. <laughs> nice. Someone starts tailgating you. Um, yes. <laughs> so um, uh, Stumpy John and I went for a little we ride did. yesterday. We yeah. were scouting out our route for next week's Big Thumper ride. Yep. And there's mm. a section that we're going on. So for the Big Thumper rides, we try and do some dirt and some pavement. Mm. Dirt is hard to come by in these areas in California. Right. There's like you're only supposed to dirt bike in, you know, these sections of land set aside for that. Yeah. Even then, we're losing dirt biking parks a lot. So um, there was a road that we know of. It's kind of a we kind of keep them a little bit of a secret where these things are. Yeah. Is it? Does it start with a C and end with a T? Uh, <laughs> no. I don't know a cunt road, sorry. No, I don't know. Um, but there's a gate. We've encountered a gate. You go oh, all the way over the mountain to the other side to encounter a gate with a lock on it. It's like, wah, wah. So, oh, you were trespassing, bro. So we wanted to go over the mountain to check that gate to see if it's still locked because it would have been totally <laughs> rad to be able to take a group all the way over the mountain do yeah. like a giant loop um but as we were going on this road which i think they're like fi- they're like fire roads yeah service fire roads or something. but there's also properties back there wait where's this down in where is this towards coralitas or uh towards- when you go from summit road over towards, towards uh, morgan, morgan hill, hill. Ah, yeah. There's okay. probably pot grows there. Yeah, there's oh, probably. A few. And tweaker uh, labs. And, yeah, and abandoned cars. Yeah. And it's a real adventure ride. Yeah. If you're into that kind of adventure. <laughs> there's some properties that have a lot of propane tanks out. So, <laughs> you know, that goes <laughs> um, But, um, so we went down, and then uh, this road that I've been on before, John and I have been on, suddenly we're like, I don't know where we are. We're somewhere else. We're like in like pine trees. Yeah, and nice. The road is a little rougher. The, now it's an adventure. And this is one thing I love about riding. You can do it anywhere, but adventure riding, when you just go get lost and you're like, yeah. I don't know where I am, what, where, where I'm going to end up, what direction I'm going. Yeah. And we just kept going. And then we eventually crossed some creeks, some old wooden bridges. Nice. And we nice. came to a road. We're like, okay, don't know where I am still, but we took that road to a bigger road. And like, oh, we ended up in Gilroy. Okay. Like, okay, cool. Well, we found a sec. So this was a second road that we discovered. Did you have GPS going and at all? Was, or? Well, yeah. And I was telling John, I don't know where we are because it says where there is no road where we are. It says we're on a <laughs> on a creek. Well, there's no enough, road. So Google well, said no road. Google good. said no road. Apple said there was a road. So mm. different data sets. Um, yeah. So we went down, had lunch, and we're coming back, and we found the access point to that other road that I know that comes out further, yeah. further a little bit further east of there. And the gate was wide open. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, cool. Yeah, with no lock. We're going to... No lock. Yeah. Okay. So um, as we're uh, heading back uh, up over the mountain, and a lot of this is burn area, which is kind of surreal, you know, where you just have very low green shrubs, nothing else. Oh, interesting. There have been uh. fires that devastate everything there. Uh, as we were coming back up, um, we were passing a couple of cars. I've never encountered cars back there before, ever. And there were a few. Yeah, it wasn't like 
one. It was like five or six. And mm. you do the thing where you just kind of wave, hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I have to say, there is a sign on both sides of this road that says, um, um, uh, what's it say? It says private road. Private road, um, authorized it's- or um, not tenant. What's the word? Tenant, uh, no drive through, tenant. Tenants only. Probably, uh, yeah, whatever. No, no through traffic. Yeah, yeah that's that kind says. of thing, right? <laughs> I personally have a rule. Um, mm. Obey all gates and fences, even if it's just a chain with a little loop on it, you know? Um, but the signs but, weren't... But, weren't but ca- ignore signs. The signs weren't county signs. They were, they were other signs. Exactly. Uh, so if it's a county road, those yeah. signs don't mean anything. So yeah. my policy when exploring is ignore signs, but obey. If somebody puts a string across mm-hmm. I, i'm like okay they're making an effort i'm not going <laughs> in the smallest amount ever but when it's a sign go so um we got Wait, uh, signs require some effort you know uh, you want you gotta, you gotta post it up you gotta get it printed, a lot of sign writers yeah, exactly. right i know now. i know so <laughs> now john is a little more uh prepared and, and, and a, a little more maybe <laughs> so he's like uh, in case in case somebody questions us, I'm already prepared with an answer. Right? <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, who the I'm fuck sorry, is going to I've never... Yeah, she kind of went, uh, okay. Is yeah. the answer the uh, 357 Don't you carry with you? Corey, I've got an alibi. I've never that. encountered anyone back there before. The answer is... I've just soiled myself, and I've got to get out of here right now. And it's pretty far. I mean, how many miles would you say? I mean, it's like... It's like 10 miles. 10, 15 miles That's over the mountain, run. you know, it's pretty run. long. Yeah. Um, so we're coming back up and there was two cars um, talking to each other, passing each other, blocking the road. So we come up and, and John, you want to take over from well, here? Oh yeah, we have different versions <laughs> of this, but so I was in the lead and what, what I saw was there was a pickup truck coming against me, counter direction, and there was a, some car. I saw the pickup truck driver kind of wave at the other guy Um and then the other guy pulled forward like a car's length. And then the pickup trucks was, yeah. So car, they were staggered, so I couldn't pass. Mm. So I stopped and the guy started, he's, you know, telling us we couldn't be there. And, and oh. what are you doing out here? But my standard. So he's like, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm checking out real estate. This is his prepared answer. Ah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at property. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy was, he's he, like, he came back. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you're not doing that. You're just up here joyriding. And I'm like, well, who's No, just- he goes. Oh, yeah? What road? No, he said the joyriding first, and he goes, yeah. okay, then what road? And I kind of stumbled a little bit. <laughs> I heard him going, it's all blah, 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 and I'm on comms with him, telling him the name of the road we were on. Yeah. And he's, blah, blah, it's all blah, blah. But I'm glad I said the road <laughs> oh, I did, because yeah. I think it more legitimized it, because it was much more yeah, of, an, yeah, yeah. Of, a, of an outsider road. So then he's, uh, he's like, uh, okay, do you like the property? No, then he said, what's your... What's the person's name that you're buying it from? I'm like, dude, I don't know. It's on MLS. How am I supposed to know who it is? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, were well, you going to buy it? Or do you like it? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. I, you know. And I said, I live, in, I live over the hill in Boulder Creek. So yeah. you know, we like this area. And he's like, well, okay. <laughs> I, I, I see ya. <laughs> so, But I was a little sketchy when he stopped like that because I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't like that trap feeling. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, he's not going to be happy when 20 riders show up exactly. next year. Exactly. Well, <laughs> so here's the deal. We don't know if this is a county road or a private road. Yeah. Well, I did speak to a real estate road. agent friend of mine who run, who did a lot of transactions yeah, yeah, in that yeah. area, and he said it's all public roads. Yeah, yeah. I think so it. here's my question to the group. 
Hmm. What is a better lie? <laughs> what is a better lie? What's a better lie? What's the other lie? So, so, like, right, so for instance, I had a, I have a lie prepared. I want to run it by you guys. All right. Raymond, let's do a little role play. Role play, play here. You be the guy confronting me. You be the angry white man yeah. with the red hat on. Channel your inner redneck. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> there you go. Expletives to start it with. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, hey man. Um yeah, my grandparents uh, lived here. Actually, my dad was raised here, and I spent summers coming here, and I love this place so much. I just wanted to come back and just experience it again. I love it back here. It's beautiful. Oh, that's great. Just yeah, keep going. You're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you... Like, we love people coming here. Yeah. How do you deal with dead grandpa grandfathers? You know, How did we lose your, your microphone just now, Raymond? What'd you touch? What'd you do? I didn't do, I didn't do anything. What'd you do? Number 10. Oh, I didn't do anything. John, keep talking. Hello? Right? Say Hello? something, right? Um, there you go. There you I go. figure I like you can't, like this is you can't prove somebody who lived here you know thirty years ago, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty, forty years ago. That's smart. But, well, what, and, they, but also, I'm do. complimenting how nostalgic Liza, and beautiful it is, Liza. Yeah. Yeah. With the greatest respect, yeah, yeah. that may work with one person okay. or two people. Well, what's a better lie? When you have ten, <laughs> obviously in an organized ride, <laughs> it ain't going to fly. It yeah, was a big family. My, my cousins <laughs> Papa was a rolling were, stone. Uh, <laughs> right. um, I wanted to bring my kids here to franchises. see. I, you know, my suggestion is you just kind of tell the truth. Hey, this is an organized ride. We're on county roads. This is an organized ride on county roads. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. But we have to make sure that it is a county road first. So. Well, that's your homework. No, I want a better lie. Who's got a better lie? Knock, what would you say? I don't know. I, I usually are not you very... You say, ah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, mine is... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, that, was, that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> I just keep moving, pretend I didn't hear him. I go, no, I was <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking up. We're in the tunnel. <laughs> Earplugs. Yeah, I was blocked in, so but you can just start speaking in some language. And yeah, <laughs> I'm here for the uh, I'm here for the cartel growth. I usually just play dumb, play innocent when I'm yeah. trespassing. I'm lost. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Bass eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> what? You Where didn't read I? the sign. I'm I, say, I've been lost for 20 you. minutes. Can you <laughs> right. tell me what the nearest road is called? Oh, yeah. you see, that's a good one because angry Ooh. white guys I think I like took a women turn. in distress. Exactly. Help. Yeah, oh I think God. I took a wrong turn, and all these people followed me. <laughs> but, if, but if you're a guy, that doesn't help you so much. No, yeah, so, you so know. I think in, well, in that one... case you got to. Oh, sorry, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, in that case, you got to appeal to their patriotism. Mm. You got to say, "I'm an American. I thought this was a free country." <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good. Country. You just got to know one. your audience. You got to know your audience. Yeah. That's a good one because people who are living off the country. grid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, check your your microphone connection. Plug it into it's, the back of the. It's probably a fifty fifty chance they're carrying a gun up there, there too. Is. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, all right. I would say I have this new strain of MJ. I'm looking for the best spot to grow. You know, best spot <laughs> yeah. to grow it. Yeah. I was know? gonna say, just say like you're looking for some dank weed. And hey, just, dude, yeah. I'm looking to buy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm kind of loving Knox. Like, yo, I'm with the cartel, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Be maybe careful. they just won't fuck with you. There's uh, guns up there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I have to say, John, though, that I'm looking at property. It was good. I did not expect that guy to start quizzing you. Yeah. That's why it's like, oh, you need to be like layers deep yeah. in the info. But do you, I just <laughs> want to ask, I mean, do you guys think it's 
is it shitty of us to go back there? No, when if it's a county road. Do you agree with me? Ignore <sighs> signs, obey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, on I Summit Road. Uh, I mean, that, on Summit Road, they have a sign that says it's it's private and it's not private. It was ruled illegal. Road. Road. They didn't yeah. take it down. So. I will neither approve or disapprove of your decisions, Liza. I'm going to be switching <laughs> yeah, as possible. I think, okay, <laughs> there are different rules apply, Liza. If you're doing one or two. And then an organized trip, because we we talked mm-hmm. about this before mm-hmm. with Ray's trip. If you are organizing a big thumpers mm-hmm. trip, and really it's your going. baby, yeah. John. Yeah, it is your duty to keep the people in that group safe, yeah. Yeah. and that transcends mm-hmm. riding bikes. I mean, you can't make everyone it's a better true. rider, but you can make sure that the situations you're putting them in. Mm-hmm. aren't unsafe yeah. and gun wielding rednecks on a private road are unsafe <laughs> so you know that's just my take on it yeah. you know we talked about this with ray with his baja trip yeah you know we deemed that the people who organized that trip did not provide you with a safe environment yeah, yeah. and so the same's up to you it's a big thumpers trip part of your duty as the organizer of big thumpers is keep your group safe yeah well this is not yep. a paid tour this is a led <laughs> doesn't ride. matter it does doesn't it matter. does Don't everyone is responsible for themselves but we do take it seriously when leading a group they about riding safely and making sure everyone so gets like there. in the byline and in, in the description of the ride you're gonna say we de- we might do some outlaw <laughs> shit like we might get shot. Well, out. is it? I don't think it's outlawed. And that's well, the well, question. Yeah, I, don't I don't think it is. Ignorance is well, no so let me, excuse for breaking the law. Is, you have to be caught sure. Hold on a second. Is so, it illegal if you don't get caught? So, yeah. so the, first, the first thing is, I, I checked with real estate. People who know the area said that those are actually county There you go, roads. then. That's it. And second is I got a big butler map that I use when I go overlanding. And all the the street, all the roads were on that map too. So, so yeah, so fuck okay. that guy for stopping and yeah. right. illegally detaining you like an <laughs> asshole. And that, okay, I know my rights. And so <laughs> we get back to the lie that isn't a lie. If anybody has the nerve to stop you, this is an organized ride. These are county roads, yeah. and here is the yep. proof. And that's it. Yeah. Well, and I yeah. take into account. And you show them your dick. I, on a, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that I mean, part. Maybe not so much that part. But you know what I mean. Figuratively. Yeah. Figuratively. Show well, I'm sure that would help the situation. Yeah. Anyway, so we're, gonna be, we're going on a few of these Break rounds the ice. next Sorry. week. Um, but the other thing I take into account is uh, we're, we're, we're not riding fast or hard, taking no. risks, yeah. and we're not yeah. taking loud bikes back there and ripping stuff up. We're, we're going sure. very slow, taking it easy. It's just a leisurely ride. And this and is why we're going to go downhill, too, just to keep the noise down. And appreciating the the terrain. But it's just, it was exciting to find yet another another dirt road. All right, well, yeah, this seems reasonable, mm-hmm. so. Well, and, you know, like I said, the one, so when you go over to the other side, it forks off. There's different sides. The one that we know of has a, a gate that is normally locked. Hmm. And so that almost makes it like, like they want to. I don't know. I, I think they're trying to keep the cartel out of their neighborhood or something. The mountain people out of their neighborhood. I don't know. But you know, the fact that I found that, a split that had absolutely but, no gates or fences at all but you know, tells I, me it's open. I think, I mean, obviously the big thumper rides are becoming more and more common. Mm-hmm. If you are 
really organizing them in very sketchy areas. Mm. Just give a disclaimer on the ride. It's like, yeah. look, guys, part of this ride is going to be going through a very questionable neighborhood. It's on a county road, but the residents might not think so. Just bear that in yeah, mind. That's, that's you fair. might not have the best interaction with these people. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Uh, yeah. And respect your environment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Respect your Well, do you remember when we did that Honda course down south? Mm-hmm. How much of that Honda off-road riding course was devoted to being respectful they and gentle They were teaching you the about the kind of plants and everything that you might find in, in like the California okay. desert or in the and California how, Sierras. And, and yeah. how not to fuck them up when yeah, you're riding exactly. through them. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Oh, yeah. Honda that's take cool. this sort of I stuff seriously. Um, Stewardship. That's the word. Stewardship. Emma? Hello. I had a couple of Ask Miss Emma questions. Cool, blimey, Gov. (laughs) You're a caution. (laughs) (laughs) Adventure. I'm going to head out in a second. All right. Not right now, actually. Well, you might like some of these questions. All right, let me hear it. Um, I'll do my best to answer them. This was, uh, we put them into a couple of categories. Um, And I'm asking for a friend. Just so you know. So this category is the um, risque category. (laughs) So the first question, Emma. Nervous. Are you done? Are you done? Not by the sound of it. Uh, Emma, in the risque category, the first question is, um, what is the best bike to have sex on? Ooh, that's an extremely good question. Yes. And it depends. Something with a center stand. <laughs> no, Not necessarily, but <laughs> it, defi- it depends on one's definition of sex. I mean, if you are oh. defining... Oh, to completion? You did define it to completion. Well, like, no, well, because, I, I mean, sex can involve a great deal. It can be oral. It can be... Yeah. So, I'm thinking uh, tank seat. Yeah, I there mean, I think... Um, Probably something 1980s. I would say a <laughs> Suzuki GS850G. Hmm. No, it's a nice. Honda, Honda oh. Hurricane. Oh, the flat bench seat. Flat bench seat. Little grab rail to grab oh, up bagels. to. Oh. Bagels. Nice <laughs> wide tank. Sex. Wait, what do, you, what, what do you got, Bagel? Vespa, P, Vespa P200. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the movie Night on Earth and the room scene. You're saying oh, that with confidence. No, Bagel, you are <laughs> Ignoring the, you are ignoring <laughs> the elephant in the room that when you actually ride a scooter of any description, <laughs> you become so abhorrent to the opposite sex. <laughs> you'll never have sex. Well, and he didn't <laughs> say that that is one of the benefits of the scooter skirt. You can just flip it around. Oh, God. <laughs> and use it and protect to your seat. the debris. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so all right, all right. I'm, I'm going with a Suzuki GS850G. Thank you. Plushy, plushy um, flat seat. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is another friend who's asking wow. this question. Um, if I want to do a little, um, little bondage play, what tools in my garage... <laughs> <laughs> might be helpful for, say, nipple clamps or stuff like that. Zip ties. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zip ties. Okay. Those okay. clamps. For so, um, safety clamps. wire. <laughs> I, oh, God. So, um, I think... Do not use vice grips, please. Whatever you vice do. Vice grips. That's what I'm saying. No, don't. Well, you know, <laughs> S&M is a valuable part of bondage. Yeah, we don't, and, we don't kick shame around here. And I yeah. think... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> a, What's funny? Don't don't we not? A no, multi-position not. battery <laughs> charger with a <laughs> crocodile clamp <laughs> attached oh, to a gentleman's testicles oh, and then turned to yeah, AGM <laughs> boost. Will um, it, uh, <laughs> desulfate these balls? Yes. So, um, no, I think a, a battery charger, a cordless drill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> with a foam attachment. Yes. <laughs> oh, that. Um, that yeah. Oh, I yeah. have that tool with the extension. Yeah. With the ball for waxing yeah. rims yes. and stuff. Wax. Oh. They can wax other rims, too. Oh. Wax on, wax off. My God. I never thought of that. Okay, we're, we're here now. We are here now. Oh. All right, I, I've got one that's. Wait, no, we are yet. here. We should have led with this. All right, I have one more. Yes. Um. Oh, interestingly, there's another friend. Uh, what is the best bike that will attract the ladies? Oh, mm. Kawasaki Ninja. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> description. I, I think it's this bike right here on the floor mat right here. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. uh, stretch Hayabusa. Wait, come on. What type of lady? No, uh, but that is which you one? If you want to like the important question, attract the ladies. I mean, I thought a red Ducati. No, yeah. absolutely no one not. can. It, yes, yeah. yeah. See, okay. A red I'm Ducati always is, turning around. Is a red Ducati monster. Not, <laughs> I would have sex on that. Not bike. the yellow or the black, but the red. Absolutely not. <laughs> With red. the greatest respect, you are all talking out of your hat. Oh. <laughs> the <laughs> only bike mm. to attract the ladies. Would be a stretch booster with purple neon. (laughs) That's it. Well, in the south, maybe. I mean, I think Lila is a better judge here. Uh, This could be regional things. If not, (laughs) if not pulled up on a stretch booster with purple neon flashing (laughs) underneath. Your clothes would be off in a flash. <laughs> I mean, look. Can I you mean, just imagine? Yes. So, uh, just Lila, let me just throw a couple at you. Somebody okay. pulls up on a, a, a Harley with some assless chaps. Are you like, let's go? Harleys don't do it for me. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. I can appreciate one, but I'd, you know, just rather not. I'm all for the sport bikes, so ah, sport, sport bike bikes get my like. attention. Revving gets my attention. Wheelies oh, get my attention. No, <laughs> I know. I hate Knock. it. What color I is hate your to sport be like bike? This. Oh, it's red. Do you do a lot of wheelies on that? You know, I Sometimes. I saw your bike pull up and I was like, what is that? And then you disappeared then you really quickly. And I was <laughs> like, where did it go? I take my helmet off. No, no, I didn't see you at all. John, you have a... Oh, yeah, Bagel? Liza, there, there's the very important one that's being overlooked. Oh, what is that? The Bajaj four-stroke. Dude. <laughs> Never, I am 100% moist right now. Thumper, <laughs> thumper vibration. A, End of story. Uh, no, I mean, I'm a velvet cake. Of I refuse oh to involve scootering in any form of sex talk. <laughs> I mean, I it's a complete anomaly. It. Sounds like you're missing out on something here, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying is you're missing out. Missing out. All right. Um, John, what's our next category? From the cheap seats. Yeah, so I, I, I got this one. It might or might not be from Cleveland Moto. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who? Uh, so the person writes in and says, "Dear Miss Emma, yes, you're you're amazing. Yes, we love you all. <laughs> yes. If I'm riding Commando, yes. <laughs> which powder or garage material best protects my Johnson? Mm. Oh, you should ask the makeup experts. 
Anti-monkey butt powder. Yeah, oh, that's uh, great yes. stuff. Yes, yeah. and the heavy-duty stuff. <laughs> oh, the, the pink bottle. Yes, the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if, if you do not prefer the powder, may I recommend chamois butter, which you can Shammy, find at any Shammy REI. Butter. It's like cock yes, butter or what? It's, it's for cyclists to use on their rear to <laughs> lubricate <laughs> things so they don't chafe. Mm. Oh, so there you are. amazingly well. All right. wow. Okay, uh, here's another one. Uh, dear Miss Emma. Oh my God. What are you doing over Hello? there? Hello. You're a truly Yikes. amazing. Yes. When I'm riding down the road yes. and I'm playing music in my ear. Yes. Which decade is the best one to listen to while I'm riding? Ooh, that's a tough one. Ooh, that is a mm. tough one. But my suggestion is to be firmly planted in the 1970s. Ah. Mm. Yes, mm. absolutely. Cool. All right. First of all, what kind of drugs are you smuggling? Because that helps determine <laughs> the era too, I'd imagine. Yeah. So what would be on your playlist from the 70s? Oh, gosh, I think I think um, Led Zeppelin oh, is always a good, a good choice yeah, to I'm be listening to. Black Sabbath, you know, the classics. Uh, <laughs> All right, I, I got another one here. Biker. Uh, dear Miss Emma. Hello. What is the most... Oh, stop. I'm going to stop you there. You forgot the compliments. All of mine have compliments. You have a lovely forehead. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Uh, dear Miss Emma, <laughs> what is the optimal number of spokes on a wheel? The mm. optimal number of spokes. Well, you see, it's funny because um, Yamaha and Suzuki have firmly been entrenched in the 36 spoke. Yeah. However, Kawasaki and Honda have always been about the 40 spoke. Ooh. So I'm going to do, I am going to really make a decision. Based on my British friends. DRZ, I know, has 32. 36. Hmm. I thought it was 32. It's 36. Okay, Depends on what kind of rims. However, are. yes, any Triumph, BSA, yeah. or Norton yes. has a number not exceeding 40. So that is the optimal amount of spokes for any wheel. Okay, and then as a, a follow-up, um, what is the optimal number of cylinders on a bike mm. what a great question that's a good one mm. depends on what you want to do mm. i guess but like yeah that's a good one three three <laughs> a one a two. i and i'll tell you why i, I like that's reasonable i tell you why i like triples they make a noise like none other and you don't encounter that anywhere else this is true in automotive are there two cylinder cars of course there are are there four-cylinder cars? Of course there are. Are there six-cylinder cars? Of course there are. Three-cylinder cars? Aside from a couple of East German offerings and a 1,000cc Daihatsu engine, um, that's it. Th isn't a Fiesta got three cylinders? No. Or is that a four-banger? It's four-banger. Oh, okay. No, there, there was... The Geo Metro had three. Well, that's that was the, the Dai, that that's was the yeah. Daihatsu engine. Yeah, yeah okay. Everything kind of goes back to this engine, Daihatsu came up with in like about 1980 and it was a huh. complete turd um <laughs> and they kind of turboed it and did things with it but that's pretty much the only one and then the three cylinder two strokes from saab and stuff like that which were friggin awesome um but three cylinder bikes there's something very lovely about a triple and they make good noises you should know john i do i love my triple so cool. one more dear miss emma you are the Hello. most fascinating and and best mechanic I've ever met. Oh, thank you. 
and this one writes, is it... <laughs> is Stock it, is rising! <laughs> is it true that green bikes are unlucky? Funny you should say that. Mm. There is... In a lot of cultures, green vehicles are unlucky. Mm. Um, many years ago, I had a very, very dear friend whose parents were from Poland. And amongst the Eastern Europeans, a green vehicle of any description, absolute kiss of death. I think it's absolute bunk. In fact, I like green. Given a choice, I'd paint everything green. English racing green, too. Yeah, British racing green. I just told Ellie to paint her bike green today. Midnight green pearl, I mm. feel. That was mm. What color was your goosey? That was green, right? Yeah, green flake. Mm-hmm. What about right. British racing brown? What color is that? Oh, that's the best color. <laughs> British racing brown is... You mean her underpants? Is, isn't that the stripe British. in the middle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's British mm. racing British brown. brown. <laughs> Knock you out of here? Yeah. Goodbye, no. Yeah. So I can stick around. I gotta get dinner and fuck do not. family dumb stuff. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck not. Fuck not. <laughs> that guy's a pariah. Um, well, I wanted to share a little story. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye. Um, you know when you you figure out a trick. You know, working on bikes. That's something that um, it's, a lot of people struggle with it because they haven't learned the little tricks. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's little tricks to all sorts of things, right? I discovered a little trick today I wanted to share because I was being defeated by a spring. Fucking springs, right? Oh, yeah. It was just a foot peg spring. That was it. I was swapping out a foot peg on my KTM 690. Drive your bananas. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Because you you try and slide the foot peg in and now you don't have enough room to compress and slide the spring in. But if you put the spring in first, you can't slide the foot peg in far enough to get the pin in. I was just like, it's like a four-handed thing. So what I did was I took it into the shop and I put it into the vise and compressed the spring. I should say what kind of, a coy, uh, it's not, what do you call? It's it's what I'd almost call a clothes peg spring. Yeah. Um, I Mm. put it into the vise to bring the two ends together with the intent of putting a zip tie on it Mm -hmm. so that I can compress it and zip tie it down. Which it then promptly came loose and pring across the garage. <laughs> so the first trick I learned is I got safety wire and I tethered it. Mm. So I had it tethered to the vice. <laughs> so if it was to spring away, it couldn't, A, spring away, and B, it couldn't spring into my face. Right. Because anytime you're dealing with a spring, that can happen. A lot of energy in there. Yes. Right. So I, I tethered it and then I put it in the vice and I got that zip tie and as i keep tightening it and i'm tightening the zip tie and i got it compressed and i was just now i'm holding it by the by the this the the tether because that once that if that zip tie goes it's like a little bomb in your hand right Mm -hmm. um but i got it out to the bike put it in i was able to with it compressed slide the foot peg in slide it in cut the zip tie voila it worked. I like so that. for me, my top tip was when working compressing springs, tether it with the wire best. to something. Good yeah. idea. Right? Safety first, though. We, we had some safety wire. It worked perfect. And I'm going to give you a top tip right now about how to fit a center stand spring. Oh, mm. I have oh. one of those, too. Okay. And it's only yeah. going to cost you 20 cents. Oh, oh, wait. In pennies. Exactly. Yes. Uh. What you do is you take the spring and you clamp it in a vise. 
You bend the spring to the left, stick a penny in the top gap. Bend the spring to the right, stick a penny opposite to it in the next gap down. Bend it to the left, bend it to the right, until eventually you have a spring which has ten pennies on the left, ten pennies on the right. And then you go out to your bike and you just hook it on either hook because, of course, the pennies have stretched out the spring. And you get some pliers and pull each penny out. Done. Cool. Nice. That's a great idea. I like that. So on my Africa Twin, when I put the center stand on, because it wasn't, was it the Africa Twin? Yeah, it wasn't stuck. I put it on the lift. So the front wheel was in a chalk. And I, I, what I did was I hooked one end of the spring to the front where it hooks on. The other end I had on a ratchet strap that went to the back of the, the ramp, basically, you know, the, the, the top of the what, do you, what am I calling the lift yes and it just happened I was able to hook the hook up so it just aligned at the perfect angle right and then I just sat there ratcheting until I got it extended and I just pushed it up and backed off the ratchet it worked out great but normally you can't get it all to line up like that you know what a ratchet strap is don't you mm-hmm. it's it's slightly larger than a squirrel shit strap it's a strap large enough <laughs> That you can hold down your ratchet. <laughs> Where's that fart machine? Oh, oh, <laughs> hang on. You know what I find the most disconcerting is the color this fart machine is. It is <laughs> baby shit yellow. It's, it's the color of it's the color of diarrhea, and somebody has actually molded it this color. And so what we're going to do right now, now we've got the floor, we'll go through, this is the standard, this is the nervous. Is <laughs> <laughs> it at the front of the mic? My favorite, the, the nervous. The power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, around here. The ripper. Yeah. <laughs> the cough, fart. <laughs> and the wet. <laughs> the shark. Oh. Is there anything funnier than a fart? I, I don't was think. like, I don't I was... you never outgrow farts. <laughs> I was like the squeaker. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, I have uh, some emails to read. Mm. Um, and this one is a very nice one. And it had me. This one got me thinking too. I like it when these get me thinking. And this one is from our friend uh, Matt. Who was at the Numbnuts. He uh-huh. says, hello, Misfits. What a fantastic recap of the Numbnuts challenge. Great to hear fellow Numbnutters, Henry and Evan, as well as burlesque aficionado Raymond. <laughs> uh, as they relived our ass-chapping ordeals. That said, I'm still waiting for the tasteful nudes of Stumpy John that Miss Emma said I requested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The what? The nudes? What? Tasteful nudes. Apparently, Emma, you pros- promised him some tasteful nudes. Of oh, we got to make that happen. Oh, yeah. Okay. If it's for, uh, my, if it's for him, I'm I thought you said news, not tasteful nudes. <laughs> nudes. Matt okay, very hey, good. Matt wants a dick pic. <laughs> uh, he says, on my and Sam's behalves, I must object to Stumpy John's and Raymond's slanderous show statements indicating that Sam and I quit the Numb Nuts Challenge and were losers. How <laughs> dare they? Oh, my. <laughs> on the contrary... 
Sam and I heroically won the Num Nuts <laughs> Challenge when we agreed to split the prize and mutually dismount from our bikes. We endure the seductions of wine, women, and comfort. We overcame bursting bladders, grumbling guts, and grating snores of the kind only an industrial strength CPAP machine could quell. And not only that, Sam and I both entered and left the challenge on two wheels, more than either John or Ray Ray can say. <laughs> As the immortal Freddie Mercury sang, no time for losers because we are the champions. Yes. And as promised, please see below confirmation of my donation of firstrides.org made in honor of the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast. Wow, what a great organization. I love the idea of getting young people on motorcycles in a safe and supportive environment. If and when my daughters get the bug, I would definitely steer them toward First Rides. Appreciate the recommendation. Many thanks again to all the Misfits, the generous donors to the prize pool, and everyone who participated in the Numb Nuts Challenge. Like the Law Tigers, the Numb Nuts was... Great, great. <laughs> nice. Keep up the fine work from Matt. Oh, cheers, Matt. Oh, that's excellent. Isn't that great? That and great. so that yeah. was nice. Thanks, and Matt. he did. He donated a uh, hundred bucks to firstrides.org. Oh. org. Um, our friend nice. Clay, who's been here, and yeah, and I wanted to say um, thanks to Cleveland Moto um, Podcast and Sam, who also did a great recap of yeah. the event from Sam's perspective on the bike. Um, I have a request oh. later. Mm-hmm. Can I read my email next? Because I got a jet. Yep. I've got to be back in Monterey for eight o'clock because mm. I have somebody buying the Buick Riviera. Okay. Ooh. Yes. A smogged car for $1,000. Can't go wrong with that. Mm. With, a, with a blower. Wow. With a supercharger. Man. Yes. Dear Misfits and Misfits. Remember the Misfits? Ah, the Misfits. A short lived project. <laughs> It'll come back. I'm writing to show my appreciation for your podcast, but also to hear your best Canadian accent. I think you're probably the closest to Canada. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) What a hoser. Um, My name is Jason, and I don't have a project bike. In fact, I have no bike at all. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Fix that. I am that new guy with aspersions to learn to ride this year. Well, good on you, mate. I have finally worked down my loved ones to the idea of me riding. I know as a 37-year-old, I may be a little late to the game, but we have, but I have always wanted to learn, and what better time than now? These are wise words. Mm-hmm. And we've been waiting for you, darling. Um or well, spring, you know, Canada and all. Yes, because it gets rather cold up there in, yeah. the, in the winter time. A bit. As of maybe six months ago, I didn't know what really sparked my desire again. Since then, I have totally immersed myself in anything motorcycle related. Somewhere along the way, I stumbled, stumbled upon the Misfits podcast and have caught up to the latest episode. Wow. That is some wow. serious listening, matey boy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. You may not have been my initial inspiration to ride, but Emma and her words of wisdom and otherworldly knowledge of anything two wheels has inspired me to get my hands in there and work on my own motorcycle. As you should. I mean, it's part of the journey. Mm -hmm. You know, I get a community, 
get people that you trust in your life. Work on your own bike. Have fun with it. Uh, the rest of the team have created this sense of nonsense that's absolute shite. No, he doesn't say that. The rest of the team have created this sense of community that make me feel as just a listener I need to be part of. Well, you're already part of it, darling. Your adventures and shenanigans keep me listening for hours on end while I work. I can't express my appreciation for you all enough. I aspire to be a misfit one day. Well, you already are one, Jason. And my road is just beginning. I, you, you should know that you have a lifelong listener up here in Canada, eh? And maybe <laughs> one day I can meet you all. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, and that is from, sincerely, your Padawan, Jason. Aww. Cool, cool. Aww. What a lovely Beauty, email. Eh? Emma, you better go. Oh, yeah, I need to jet. We've got two more emails left. We're almost done. But Bye, you need everyone. to jet. See you, Emma. See you next Bye, week. Emma. You better show up on time. Bye, All Emma. these people lined up yeah, on no, help from you. No, I will. I'll be, I'll be good. I made him go eat taqueria. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, Ciao. J- John, you have an email. I there. do. <clears throat> so, th- uh, hey, this is a new listener. Um, so his name is, I think, JR or Junior. Go with JR. JR. Yep. Hi, this is. Oh, Emma. Junior, that, that's for you from Emma and welcoming you to, to the fold. Gotta hide that thing. Hi, this I is know. JR from Sacramento. I just listened to your podcast for the first time. Thank you. Hey. I am hooked. You all are fantastic. We'll keep listening and we'll see what happens. Uh, I can't believe you ride around Santa Cruz naked and some of you have been, and none of you have been arrested. LOL. <laughs> I really oh, yeah, wait, Lila, you missed the naked ride. I did. I know. I couldn't make it out here. Mm. I really enjoyed the entire podcast. I, I will have to take a ride down to Santa Cruz and stop by sometime. I ride BMWs now, BM Trouble U's, as Emma would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a K1200LT and an R1250RT. Currently, uh, currently, but... Basically the same bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I've owned Honda, Yamaha, and Suzuki, just to name a few. I love your idea of passing equipment and gear on to those who are in need of at no cost. It's fantastic. I can't, uh, I can't follow you on so, some social media formats because I think there's a t- they are a total waste of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I plan on learning more about your organization. Thanks for a great podcast. Thanks. From JR. And I want to clarify. I know the difference between an LT and an RT. LT is more touring. RT is sport touring. <laughs> I'm just referring to the function. Well, one was a K and one was an R. I know, but different engines, but the function of the bike. Yes. Um, Bagel. You have one there. And before you read that, I need to prepare Lila what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. So, Lila, one of the things we like to do, everyone except for Emma, is we like to read the email in the accent of where the person is from. (laughs) That's excellent. Of course, Emma, not so good with accents. But Bagel is the best. Oh, Bagel is fantastic. He's really good. Uh, I have an email here from uh, Eric DeVard. Eric writes, uh, greetings from the wet Netherlands. Here's the email I wanted to send you last time. I messaged you before about an American scammer from the Netherlands. Anyway, I found you guys through some obscure motorcycle podcast top 10 list on the internet. Fun fact, I found out about you, uh, found about Ride with Norman Reedus through your podcast instead of the other way around. I started listening at at around episode 70 or something. My podcast app doesn't go further back than that. And I am currently at episode 282. 
I'm very particular in working my way up the episode, so maybe I'll hear this letter back in about two years. In which, in which case, I'd like to tell myself, you idiot, what the hell did you do that for? I don't know, but I don't know what for, but I'll probably do something stupid in the meantime. I wanted to ride ever since I saw my dad come home on a Suzuki Savage as a little kid. Mm -hmm. I started riding when I was 16. If you count a Peugeot SC50 scooter. Sure. From there, I have owned a Honda MT50, which spent most of its days being broken. A <laughs> Chinese Honda Dex clone, which yeah. was more reliable than my actual Honda <laughs> until it was hit on the roundabout. A Chinese Honda Monkey Baja clone, which I still own and of which I by now have replaced every single part to rebuild it into a Honda Gorilla Replica. <laughs> Funny thing to ride with my length of six foot two. <laughs> a 1994 BMW 650 Fonduro, which I named Lila. I sold her because I wanted more power. A 2003 Suzuki Bandit 600, which I named Wendy. I sold her because I didn't like the forward seating for long rides. A 2005 Suzuki Wiestrom, which I named Amelia, but I mostly refer to her as my riding desk job. I bought the V-Strom as a commuter bike, but then I switched to a job I can commute by bicycle. I would go by motorcycle, but gearing up and grabbing my bike would take me longer than my total commute by pedal bike. After a long hunt, I also finally found myself a garage, so I'm looking for more of a weekend bike that I can work on. I am currently looking for my first cruiser. I've got my eye on the Trump Triumph America or an older Sportster, mm -hmm. but... I change my mind fairly often, so who knows what I'll end up with. Anyway, keep the rusty side down, or keep the rusty side up and the rubber side down. Thanks for making my work days bearable. Hmm. Thank I you, just, Eric. It almost made me want to eat meatballs. I'm not sure why. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little more. I don't know the difference between well, Swedish I think, and Netherlands. I think in the Netherlands, a cheese would probably be a little more appropriate. <laughs> Or, or maybe French fries with mayonnaise. <laughs> I couldn't think. But I was thinking Austin Powers all the time. Uh, I am your father. Well, what another? Yeah, what, that's it. What another great weekend, Bagel? I don't know about you, but uh, the weather here is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, it actually got above sixty here today, which is really oh, nice. It's great. been in the eighties here the last couple yeah. of days. Crazy. Uh, great riding. I hope it will continue next week as we are being scofflaws. Well, yes. I wanted to ask you, Eliza, what are you doing next weekend? Uh, it's one of John's uh, big thumper rides. Uh huh. It's just a group ride. Saturday. On Saturday. On Sunday? Oh. Bagel, what what's, are you hinting at? What's going on on Sunday? Uh, what's going on on Sunday? What is Anything? going on? Huh? Just the garage, as usual? It, should I be Cause... aware of something? Well, because I was thinking I might stop by. Hey! I'm on I'm on vacation for the next two weeks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. It, oh. Cool. Yeah, that'd be great for you to be here in person. Oh yeah? Cool. Yeah. We have All a right. guest calling in. Oh, um, excellent. That I'm not saying who it is or what it's for, but we're gonna be doing a, another uh, debate team. Mm. Which will be fun. Yes. Well good. All It'd right. be great to see you. Yeah, be great to see you all too. Yeah, um, in a while. Hey, if you want to go on the ride, you can take my little bike, or maybe I could bring a bike too. Yeah, yeah you could. If you want to take the scooter down the hill, you can ride the scooter. We'll he he we, can do that. <laughs> yes, 
We'll see. We'll uh, see. As I say, this is a technical off-road route. That oh, they, I want to see if you could beat any Mo. any Honda Civic could do. Uh, off-road now. <laughs> yes, this is uh, off-road. Hey, MotoGP no. Pete would do it. Bagel. Well, Mom, it's it's do. off and on, no freeway. <laughs> yes, I'm not MotoGP Pete. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. Well, um, big announcement. Um, I got the t-shirts ordered for Ooh. all of our Patreon subscribers. Ray, nice. you're on that list. Henry, you're oh, on yeah. that list. I'm on the list. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that fancy design I came up with that looked really cool because it turns out it costs twice as much. <laughs> what? So I just had to dial it back to just simple the bold colors. But um, uh, the black shirt with the aqua blue uh, motorcycles and misfits design, it'll be nice. Um yeah, so I got t-shirts coming. If It's not too late if you want to get in on it. Uh, any of our Patreon subscribers at $5 or more, you automatically get a free t-shirt shipped to you. If you are not in the U.S., then I just ask that you pay for the shipping. That's it. Um, also, let's see. Oh, yeah, I got confirmation. I am definitely going to be at AmeriCade this year. So I'm adding AmeriCade to my list of events I'm going to be. And I'm excited to go nice. up there, upstate New York. Cool. Yeah. My neighbors. East East Coast, man. Um, It's time to start making plans for vintage motorcycle days, too. Oh, and hey, I don't know if you guys saw, but they announced that um, the IMS show is returning to the Bay Area. It's been gone for like six years. I know. I couldn't figure out why, but I'm glad they're They went to uh, Sacramento. They went to Southern uh, California. Um, they're coming back to the Bay Area, so I'm kind of stoked for that. So this is going to be a big year for on so many levels. Um, I think that's it. So if you would like to come on our big thumper ride, uh, even if you have a double thumper, a triple thumper. <laughs> Bring your Glock. You can come. <laughs> uh, no loud bikes. Um, and I think that's it. So uh, this is that point where I just thank everyone uh, for listening and making it this far. Our listeners are great. And Lila, thanks for joining us. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. My pleasure. It was such a fun time. Yes. Thank you. It's kind of yeah. surreal, this whole like <laughs> yeah. talking in a microphone scene. Yeah, it's odd. It's I odd. know. It is. And Ray Ray, I'm so glad that you're okay. And again, yeah, absolutely. Thank I'm, you, I'm sorry for your loss. I know it'll take yep. a while to recover. Yep. But uh, again, so glad that, yeah, you're safe. And, and that's part of what the gear talk is about. No, like, absolutely. Gear is important, but you want gear that, Fits well, is comfortable, yeah. looks good. I, I still think you things. need bubble wrap. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, and uh, I think that is it. You can go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com. You'll find our back episodes there, links to everything. We had somebody asking about um, one of our sweatshirts. And I'm like, yeah, Zazzle. You can yep. go get it in any color you want there. So uh, I think that's it. Uh, Lila, you're going to figure out very quickly what's about to happen. We'll see. Just right. follow what's happening. All right. So thank you, everyone. We're ready to get out of here. This is Liza. Stuffy John. Lila. Henry. Ray Ray. Bagel. And we're out of here. Cool, cool. cool.